I'm gonna just segue off that. I started recording. Guys, this is a podcast. It's episode 40. I'm sick as a f- dog. Goddamn NXL uh, shot me in the neck and is taking its toll on me right now. Um, and literally, it did shoot me in the neck. Sam Monteville uh, made a saying about that. But yeah, guys, so episode 40, uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, Lone Star Major that took there that yeah took place in Austin, Texas. Um, and yeah, uh, the guest of the sh- or host of the show, we got Brandon Brando Baird. What is up, buddy? How's it going? Uh, I hope I look better, at least a little better, a little new angle. New angle, new ish. color science. Ish. Still, ish. still ish. blocky data mm. rates, but we'll, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be worse. And uh, second up, the other voice you're hearing is uh, Stephen Hatch. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Great to be back. Episode 40. Um, yeah, just got back from Texas literally yesterday. So feeling good, feeling great, you know, getting adjusted to... Uh, the temperature the temperature difference because man dude was super hot in texas and now it's actually like freezing cold in california what is happening dude bro fuck cali yeah it was 92 over the weekend it was 92 degrees over the weekend until monday until yesterday and it dropped 30 degrees yeah and and now it's raining today i was gonna say it's literally been raining all day i don't know what you're talking about i landed my the plane landed in the rain Right. I thought we were like, cu- cu- like, I thought the, this little part of the airway was like covered by like a gray tarp. No, it was the sky. Great. <laughs> the sky. Couldn't see shit. So, yeah. You know. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, uh, as always happens with every NXL event. Um, do you guys want to start off with like a piece of like roster change news that I heard about today that I think is kind of makes sense, but it's kind of shocking. Um, really? Yeah. Harris is off Legion. Harris Hussein? Yeah, he has broken ties with uh, mm-hmm. Russian Legion. So I, I have no clue where he's going to end up. I don't know. Yeah, the there's like a team waiting for him. What are, what are the odds? Problem is, look Ooh. at how many guys are on their roster already. It's also valid. So they would have to uh, drop someone to pick him up. So that's kind of where that interesting conversation becomes uh, into place. Was that his decision? Do you know? I mean, that side of it, I have no clue. I'm going to guess so, but... Again, that's just me guessing. I, I don't Let's give him the know. benefit of the doubt. He left of his own will. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Yeah, well, and I think the reason, that that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the reason is, is he just, he wasn't getting much playing time. It didn't seem like it was a situation that was working out all that well for all the people involved. Um, I mean, How that's do you get robots outside hyped, looking in. You know? How do you get How do you Russian get... robots, like, excited to play, you know? You, you, you don't. <laughs> right? They're just Unless like, they're uh, Fetty. Fetty gets hype as fuck, but I think I like that's that. the heat I, effect. I like that a lot, for sure. Dude, when you're around Tyler Harbin like that, how do you not get hyped? You know? Uh, no, I just and get Todd scared. <laughs> when I'm around Harm, I don't like to look at him in the eyes when we're in the pits. It's scary. You know, one thing I like about Tyler Harmon, he always compliments my mustache. He goes, hey, mustache guy. And I, go, I guarantee up, you. I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Dope ass dude. It's just when he's in the pits during a match, I don't like filming him, even though I sometimes have to. It's just scary. And the thing is, right? With Tyler, right, the biggest thing, like the the craziest thing when it comes to him playing, without a doubt, is his focus in his eyes, right? Um, dude, uh, you're constantly just making icon like awkward eye contact through the camera, like pretty much. It's like, like everybody watching, it's like, oh, this is so fucking sick. Look at that look in his eye. But you're just like in the moment, you're like. To meanwhile, I feel Ugh. like Tyler's trying to like eat my soul out from like in the camera. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. It's like Medusa, turn you to stone. It's pr- pretty much a similar level feat. And man, Houston Heat, pretty good tournament for them, not going to lie. 
Yeah, I made it to the really semifinals. Um, yeah, I, I spent a lot of time on the snake side at this layout. So watching all these snake battles was really fun. Um, there's one that is like literally since I watched it happen, it's been on my mind because of how how much respect I gained for one of the players that was involved with it. But uh, you were talking about Notorious earlier. Uh, the Archie and Zach battles in the snake were, were they were ruthless, man. Like for sure. These two dudes for eight points, I want to say, just pretty much fucked each other up. And respect to Archie, and one of the reasons why I gained a lot of respect for him, never fucking scared. Like, dude was... One point, Zach came around, dunked on him hard as shit. Next point, Archie was up in that 50, waiting for Zach to crawl around and got the drop on him. Like, it was just one of those things, like, dude, there was no fear, no hesitation. It was, I'm going to the 50 again? Fuck yeah, let's do it. And, uh, I mean, yeah, dude, I gained a matter of respect for Archie and, hell, even Zach a little bit, you know, during that. Like, I knew he was a good player, but damn, those two just, they were jousting over there. Yeah, I talked to Archie after, like, after the event. He was helping out, like, his, uh, I think FSU has, like, a D2, like, a semi-pro squad. They have, uh, them out. I, they have multiple lines. I want to say, like, D2, D3. Something like that, right? And uh, he was helping them out. I was talking to him after the event, and I was like, hey, bro, twins, 0 and 4, baby, right? And uh, <laughs> so he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, so it happens, right? And uh, I'm telling him how, you know, he, in my heart, he won the Zach Patient Archie. Oh, I battle, think he did, right? too. I think he did, too. <laughs> I, so, have a, uh, I have a good close to close may not dictate tomorrow. that, but. Yeah, no, I think he punked out Zach a little bit. Like, I, I don't think he actually With punked him out. How much experience Zach has? Zach's but I think patient, that's... Zach has been pro for a while. Right? Yeah. Well, and I'm going to be fully honest. Uh, there's a point where, well, was the point I uh, posted, the reel I posted. Ugh, sorry, you guys got to bear with me tonight. There's a lot of fucking shit going on inside here, and it's not great. Um, but uh, Zach, when he was coming around the corner to the 50, Archie was already there. This motherfucker, as he's crawling, you literally see his body language kind of like look at me, realize that my camera's already there, and he stops. Like, it's like a dead stop. Uh-huh. Like, oh. I'm fucking up. What's going on here? And then that's when he like puts it together that oh there may be a guy there, and then he goes to dunk him. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say on that one, Zach uh, used a little off the field assistance. I can't confirm mm, it, from but the it just seemed a little a uh, little suspect on that one. <laughs> high level from IQ, sidelines insurance. That's high level IQ. I will say Dude, that's okay. I oh, mean, ahead, Ryan, I know we talked about that. You know, one of the last couple game or episodes talking about like not giving position, you know, positions away and shit. This snake was so hard to film with shit like that. Like trying to like set up shots and almost fooling guys and like, hey, I'm looking at you. Like, yeah, you're set up on a lane. I see that. I'm gonna get set up here too. Meanwhile, there's a dude behind that bunker that I'm like really trying not to show, but it's like mm. this is where the shot is, man. It's gonna come. I thought since it was since it was like a ladder snake and they can kind of just like scissor up and up the road, right? And like Chad George, like that guy was entertaining to watch, right? Going oh, yeah. It's oh, it, so satisfying because that guy's a fucking pure athlete, right? Say yeah. what you will. The guy is a, that guy could probably play any sport. Mm-hmm. Right? So smooth, so fast. Exactly. Yeah, watch, right? Watching so, the guys like him, Mikey, you know, those really athletic snake guys, they were able to just kind of take advantage of that thing, dude. They were all over the place. They were moving up and down. Yeah. I Dude, shout out to Mikey. We're going to do Golden Barrel winner. I told you, bro. <laughs> I've been a day one Mikey lover since day one, bro. Right, even when he was on uh, Elevation. Elevation, yeah. It's been day one with Hatch. Everyone on this podcast should know that. (laughs) Dude, Mike Uina, that guy, I'm telling you, dude. That guy's going to be like the next Michael Jordan of fucking paintball, right? That he's going to, he's so fucking good. Look at his record already, bro. Guy's won more than 99% of the pro division. Yeah? Well, 
I don't know. <laughs> it is hard to say because I feel like so he's won the last three World Cups at like no, no 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 I agree I agree. Listen to the whole point I'm about to make though real mm -hmm. quick. So during the Speak and Span show, they brought up uh, the MLPB has made a really cool kind of um, archival website which shows every single player who has ever played in the pro division of the PSP or the NXL, and it has them listed out by you know games they've or uh, like. Uh, events they played in, uh, quarterfinals they made it to, uh, times they won, stuff like that. Um, and so they made this whole huge list. What's crazy with that is if you look at that list, Damien is one of the highest ranking paintball players ever because he's won three out of six events that he's played. He also happened to be on one of the greatest teams ever assembled during that time. So it's one of those things that it's like, some of these guys are kind of like they were boosted to that, if that makes sense. Like we talk about boosting all the time. It's a little akin to that. Uh, if you put them on a different team, do I think they win that event? I don't necessarily think so. But I also think if you don't have all those guys together, then that team, you know, Dynasty wouldn't be winning all these events. So like mm. you need them all as pieces, but it's it, it's hard to like give 100% credit to a dude, you know, even hell, like a guy like Damien who, you know, I, I hate to say this, but he was kind of a bench player. When he came in, he made impacts and, you know, he was trying to play strong, but, it, you know, mm -hmm. he wasn't a starting member or anything like that. Um, you know, and if he hears that, like, I hope that doesn't offend him, but that was just the reality of it. And, uh, yeah. That's something cool to see, at least with Mike Urena, because he's, he's a newer player with Dynasty. Yeah, um, well, and I would say, honestly, like, Mike you know, as I just made that whole fucking tangent, it almost goes away a little bit with him because of the longevity now that he showed with the team. Um, you know, Alex was talking about it on the show, on Speaking Span, and yes, I just watched that for anyone who's fucking asking. Um, but they were talking about it, and, you know, Mikey's opinion is now kind of considered equal to, like, any of the other guys. Like, if he sees something and says it, like, yeah. they're going to respect that just as much as, you know, if Ryan or Marsh sees that same thing. So, you know, he's... It yeah, he's earning respect he, and he's earning plaques. They're coming he also, in. Dude, he got he got to pro the hard way, right? Like he was a long he gun. Got with elevation, right? He got there with elevation. Elevation gets like gets destroyed, right? So then he goes to DMG, right? Then they then plays one year with DMG. Then gets picked up by Dynasty, right? Mm -hmm. Because of how much of like an impact of how much of how big of an impact player that he was on DMG, right? Because it's like um, usually you know higher level pro teams, right? They usually will seek out a more developed player, right? One that's been playing mm -hmm. pro for quite a few years, right? Usually has some pretty big experience. Like, um, like when Dy like usually Dynasty's looking for like an Archie Montemayor, right? Which they obviously picked up, right? Yeah. But so but I think like Mike Urena was kind of like out of the nowhere, in my opinion. So it's funny you say that. I think if you're looking at Dynasty through the last couple of years, that's maybe what you could see with them. But from a legacy standpoint and a historical standpoint, Dynasty's never really been like a um pro player poacher like they've never been the like dude you're popping off on your team you need to come play for us now it's always just been like the same group of guys they maybe bring in a couple dudes who are like grew up in the area or some shit or you know a young kid um but i think that was one of the most powerful things with bringing mikey in is they're like he's a little green he's a little new he hasn't played for 10 years but he's a fucking amazing potential. athlete and we're gonna train him up and we're gonna make him a damn killer and they for did sure they, <laughs> they saw the potential and they're like dude this guy's going to be one of the greats. And literally look at him, dude. Yeah. He's win-loss ratio through the fucking roof. Yeah, I mean, go... You guys got to go check out the site. And, uh, fuck, maybe there'll be a link to it down below. I can't remember the URL. Did you go look it up, Brandon? I, I tried on their website, but I don't see anything on their actual website. Okay. Uh, so... 
And I mean, unfortunately, because I'm recording the show, I really can't pull anything up. So, uh, yeah, uh, they're pretty much go through that list. Um, by the way, if, if you're out there, um, there's there's some kind of funny names to see on there. Our boy VG is is on there. VG, dude, I got he's, to see him this past weekend. I got he's to see him tied for last, but he is on there. Damn it. <laughs> hey, he's on there, dude. I'm not on yep. there. No, and that's that's the other cool thing. I think it was maybe someone else going to say, but sick brain. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. You got to stay with me here. Um, but uh, yeah, fucking there's only I want to say like less than a thousand names on that list. And that is kind of crazy to think about. Like if you are able to, you know, go pro, join one of these teams, you know, make your way up either by owning your own spot. You're joining a group of dudes that is kind of limited, like in the history. Like when you think about that, I, I the like. The second you join pro, you're in the top 200. Well, you're in the top 200 active, but you're in the top 1,000 historical players of all time at paintball. You instantly Damn. become that because there hasn't been that many more people who have played in that division. Like, I, I always say these numbers and you guys never react and it always makes me laugh because I feel like you guys don't understand I, the gravity of that. How thinking. many million people have played the sport of paintball and only 1,000 have played in the pro division at an NXL or PSB event? I don't know if that includes MPPL though. Uh, so that could be different. Uh, damn. So like my dad won't be in there. Yep. Because that was, uh, yep, seven man stuff. I mean, give it a look. God, I would man. say, uh, I would say give it a look. Um, I will say the other thing too. There's another website that I looked up. It was made by uh, Rusty uh, Rusty Glaze. I want to say it was the old uh, San Diego Dynasty head coach. It's called Paintball Wins. Uh, if you Google that, that that's what came up for me. And dude has had the. Uh, it's like a just. Uh, what's the right fucking word, dude? Ah, uh, God, I hate being sick. On the mind, bro. dude. It's so annoying. Um, he has like a whole historical kind of just layout of every team that has ever won in what year oh. and what event they did. Yeah, Brandon's looking it up now. It is it is awesome, and that that includes Yo, ten men. So that probably yeah, includes your from father. Three. Yeah, that's my dad. OG Ironman. Yep. Hell yeah, that's cool. Holy shit. But yeah, so some cool. You know, if you got nothing to do, do yeah, nothing to do during the week, definitely go check out uh, Paintball Wins, and then. Um, I think I just looked up MLPB, uh, their like Instagram. And I think from that, I was able to get a link to the like active roster list that they have. Hmm. I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty cool. Being a... Brand, sorry, Brand, I can't relate too hard. Just don't have a dad. So I can't really relate too, <laughs> too closely. Christ. See, I thought you were maybe going to go like, you know, I, I don't know anyone who was playing back then or anything. But no, he, he went the dead father route. And that's that's a route he always went. Hey, dude, at least you got one, Brando. But you know what? It could be worse. Jesus. How? I'm going to die on tonight's show, guys. That one, wasn't even that, that, one, that one wasn't it, even that creative. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's just that every time I laugh, I cough for five minutes. Jesus Christ, man. It's okay, bro. Uh, uh, fuck. God, I need more liquid IV. Every time you stay at the media house, bro. Every time you stay at the media house, you seem to get sick. Mm. Well, considering I've gotten sick pretty much every event for the past two years, I'm going to say it's not that, but solid. It's a common, it's a common factor. Common factor. Okay. I could have I could have gone some places there, but I didn't. Um... <laughs> Uh, fucking, 
Oh God, brain work. Um, I don't know, how guys. Was, how was dinner? Fuck. How was dinner celebrating with Dynasty? It was fucking great, but at this point, I don't even want to talk about that anymore. I don't even want to be doing this podcast. God damn. I feel like nothing I say is fucking on or working at all. And, uh, fuck me. I hate being sick. It could be worse. At least you're still alive, Ryan. That's true. I just, so the part that gets really frustrating is when you guys get home from an event, everything ends. When I get home from an event, everything begins. And so being sick through all that shit just, God, it just makes it like, dude, I was trying to get my keys to drive my car to go run an errand today. It took me 15 minutes. I just feel so dumb right now. Like, I couldn't remember if I left them in my car or in my house. I had to keep going, like, find, trying to check them. Ugh. You ready for this, Ryan? You ready for this? What's up? That is the privilege you have acquired through being a full-time content creator. Right? Dude, some people dream of that. And the thing is, dude, you have so much talent to where not only are you just sitting there with a camera recording stuff, dude, you have the talent to edit, bro. Right? And put everything together. Right? So I, realistically, dude, you're, you're stacking talents on talents. So you have to remember, you have to remember it's going to be hard. It's forever going to be hard. But the thing is, you're good at it. And you can well, do it. I think the thing is, and I'm learning this more and more as I do paintball media, how good you are doesn't fucking matter. All that matters is, do you know the right person and can you make them like you? Because, like, it really does get discouraging at the end of the day. If shit was just based off talent, like, who can take amazing shots, who can nail exposure, who can hit focuses right, like, there'd be a lot less people out on that pro field. But it's not about that. I think I think that goes for a lot in life, though. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit, buddy. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Yeah. I want to know the Hall of Fame for media, guys. And I guarantee you that's less than 100. Well, it is less than 100, but I'm going to tell you something right now, and this pissed me the fuck off. I was literally working with the godfather of paintball media this weekend with Patrick Spohr. Literally was the dude who made Heroes for a Day. With dude who made Push. Or he didn't make Heroes for a Day. He helped out with that. Brian Benini was the main guy behind that. Sorry, never mind. But I'm sick brain still. All I'm saying is, like, do you like the web stream, the live stream that you watch? You know who's the dude who first founded that? Patrick Spohr. <laughs> and... Fucking one of the NXL media guys kicked him off the field multiple times this weekend. Hmm. Why? He was able to get back on every time, but it was one of those things of someone in a low position was flexing power that they have, not realizing they're literally like talking to the dude who made this a job. And that's the type of shit that was starting to rub me the wrong way. There was a lot of things that happened this event behind the scenes where I was like, oh, it doesn't actually matter if you care about this, like work hard or any of that. It's just kind of a little bit of luck and who you know. <laughs> mm, that's disappointing. I think, he didn't I, hit I him. Ryan, he didn't hit them with the. Is discouraging to other people who want to come up. It is discouraging. And it and it and it should be discouraging because I think that's just I literally, life in general. Yeah, and I well, not just life in general, but I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I was hearing rumors of conversations that were happening behind closed doors with Tom Cole asking media people what the reaction would be if NXL just decided to start owning all the content. And by that, I mean writing in the contract that you sign that they own or that they have a right to your footage just for you being there and taking it at their event, um, which is not how copyright works. But if they put that in their contract, then technically we would be signing that and we would you know, have to abide by that uh, to even be able to shoot NXLs. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, like, you know, we're talking about me being good and all this shit. 
one of the things I wanted to bring up with talking about that is like Mafia Productions as an LLC, as a brand, made about $27 pre-tax last year or $27,000 pre-tax last year, which is, that's good. That's, that's nice, dude, bro. That's crazy. That's, that's awesome. But you also have to think about the amount of time that was put into that. I made less than minimum wage last year for all this shit. And that's, that's fine. Like it, it's not necessarily that I need to be making, you know, millions of dollars, but it's just that if you're now going to take away my ability to now sell that footage to other people and to other vendors and stuff, that's, you know, seven grand of that, of, you know, already kind of small number is just instantly taken off the top. And that's already that, that number is going to get even smaller this year too, because Instagram and meta took away all the reels bonuses and the short content type of stuff that a lot of dudes were using to get by uh, last Damn, year. So why is that? because they didn't need to pay for it anymore everyone started using mm. reels in their platform and they realized gotcha. why would i spend millions of dollars when people are just gonna do it for free now mm. um but yeah i mean i i i'm gonna be honest if you want to shoot paintball media don't like it's it's not that great of a thing to get into you have to love it you have to have a passion for this game that is different than a lot of other people's because it'll chew you up and it'll spit you out like one of the guys, you guys know why you don't talk, hear about Let's Talk Paintball anymore? Vince Cunningham isn't on the scene anymore. You know why? Because Iconic Paintball bullied him out. Made him feel so horrible about being at events and being able to work with the NXL that he eventually was just like, fuck this. This is not worth it. And that was a dude who was creating awesome, high-quality media for our sport. Damn. That's just the truth. And a lot of this shit doesn't get talked about because you'll get blackballed. I guarantee you, Iconic, Iconic will not nominate me for a prize this year now because I said that. That's just how that shit works. I think, Ryan, I think the the thing we sh you should shoot for now, right, is okay, the real question is, would you say you have would you say you have the passion for the paintball game? I will say this. That's why I like working for Alex Frazier. I, I will never say a bad thing about working for that man. Because he has always been about here's, you know, the amount of money that you're asking for. Here's, you know, okay, that's your quote. Cool. I'll give you that quote, and I'm also gonna support you. I'm not just gonna like constantly pressure you and make you feel like shit while you're working dude when i'm getting blown up on the field there's one person who's giving me props it is alex fucking crazy that is weird that is a dude who has a lot of other shit on his plate that he should be worrying about but it's cool when you know i hear hey let's go ryan stick with it man like because that happens and i don't know that, that's just one of those things that like there's a reason why i will never say a bad word about that man because there isn't one to be said <laughs> i think it's also Ryan. you could be the change bro Right? I think this generation, Especially with how much influence you have, right, and the platform sure. that you that you do have, right, because you have to remember, right, um, a lot of these a lot of these projects wouldn't wouldn't have as anywhere near as much stuff without you. Well, right? I, I think I'm trying not to be self centered or selfish looking here because, I mean, yeah, I can kind of agree with some of that, but I also think it's this generation of paintball media that is kind of changing the way. Um, Paintball media was getting very stagnant for a lot of years, probably since the like 2012, 2013 era. That was in my mind, the last kind of time that it was like, you know, hype and popping. And there was a lot of different people with different stuff and people were trying to create things. But like when I came back in, in 2017, that shit was dead, man. Like there was no one at events. Like it was pretty much like HK was doing a, a highlight. Pineapple productions was doing a highlight and like, fuck, maybe a couple other random dudes, but like, there was no media and now ev like dude, there's so many guys out there there's you know so many channels that are pushing out paintball content there's you know all these different uh like media conglomerate type stuff that is like been starting to pop up and it is it is good 
I just think our sport is in a very weird spot with players wanting to get paid and that's cool but taking my taking a cut of my pretty small average salary that this actually makes for me I, I don't know if that's even going to help you really <laughs> like because I, I think you know I, I'm trying to be very careful and not dox people and give out information that I'm not supposed to but there are a couple media guys who make a very good living doing this and they they work their ass off they you know they are should be getting that don't like it's not undeserved i'm not saying that at all sounds but, like that's what is what you should shoot for yeah but the the thing that i'm pointing out is those are the outliers and those are the guys that there's not going to be very many of i because of those individuals no 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 no. i'm, okay, I'm really okay. just trying to be very careful with how i'm saying things because i i don't want to get blackballed and if i say the wrong thing here i'll never be on a pro field again um there are people who make very good livable wages through the sport and through the work that they do. It's just not always the same opportunities and shit that's going to come up for other people. Like even if they have similar, you know, qualities or, or skills or, or shit like that, um, you know, and, and a little bit of that is kind of just luck, the social media luck. Like, are you able to have the, the right video that hits the algorithm? Um, Cause I mean, let's be real. You don't get a big social media following by being talented. You get it by getting lucky and being talented <laughs> and the main reason i mean that is because everyone can have one video go viral on tiktok that's literally what tiktok's algorithm is meant to do it is meant to make one of your videos go viral so that way you as a content creator want to come back and post more on it you get more of that dopamine hit um but the problem is is a lot of people get that and then they like they fall off really hard like they may get the 20k hit from that but then they'll never like go past talented that. enough to keep it yeah maybe it's not even talent it's just like your content's not ready that's the way i've heard it put before and it's like you're getting the opportunity but maybe you just need another six months to be able to refine things and get it to a point where you know okay like now people are going to see that they're going to stick around they're going to want to watch the next one they're you know and i mean everyone has that like you know a, a good example and i don't think he'd be upset for me saying this like matt matt the gym rat like you know dude was posting like fucking tiktok dances when in the beginning like he had to figure out kind of his you know his route and you know what works for him and all that shit and now he's able to have a successful thing and a little bit of that honestly is luck his first ever tiktok that went viral it went viral and he you know was able to kind of ride off that because he had the the knowledge and the ability to work hard to grow it into what he's done today i like Matt. i got to hang out with him a little bit this week this past weekend yeah so, I mean, I think it's, yeah, luck is involved with it. It's it's not not involved, but you do have to have like that high quality, you know, skill, whether it's being able to, you know, post a video every single day, whether it's being like the DQ style, where when you post a montage, it is some of the most dopest shit paintball seen in the last 10 years. You know, like, you know, whatever that lane is for you, you just kind of got to find it. Um, Always got to remember, chase your dreams. Or don't. Mm. <laughs> always believe in yourself <laughs> i just no if you don't chase it, you'll never that. fail no that is true and like you'll never know what you know what could have been what should have been all, all that shit like you know through paintball i've i've met some just absolutely amazing people uh people that i would never would have but that's that's where like the great parts end <laughs> like yeah there's there's a couple times on saturday when i was getting blown up that i really did not want to be at the paintball field and that's not good. That means you're getting burned out. That means, you know, you need to figure out something else to create more content that's going to be, you know, 
it like makes you want to get up in the morning and go and create that content and do it more and, and put the work back into it. So what do you think? You, so with the, with that feeling being said, what do you think? What do you think you need to do? Um, I don't know, bro. It's a hard one. Social media is a fickle place that, especially if you're a creative and a type of person who, like, it does matter to. Shit, shit sucks. Like, I'm gonna be honest. That when that fucking slingshot video failed and just did nothing out of the gate, I fucking hurt. I spent a lot of money on that, more money than I have on any other video in the past. I spent a lot of time on that, and I was proud of it, and I, I still am proud of it. I think we made a banger of a video there. But when you put it out on YouTube and like the same 400 people click on it and that's it, it does suck. And it does start to like kind of eat away at you over time. Um, I think things that I could do to like change it up now would be just, you know, doing different types of content, doing stuff that I don't know, maybe, maybe will work better. And I hate to say it, but trying to find what the algorithm likes, algorithm likes mic'd up stuff. Maybe I'll go back to doing more of that shit. So, all right, Ryan, I'm going to tell you something right here. Ready? So, the, the, the video, the slingshot video, 1.2K. 1, 1. Bro, that is 1.2K more than anything I have on YouTube. Bro, don't I know. sell yourself short, bro. I know, Hatch. Do but at the same time, short. at the same time, I made a really shitty documentary five years ago and it has more fucking views than that. That is not a dude. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. I, I still go back and watch it. Well, that is okay. not a fucking shitty documentary. No, no, no. Ryan, you are being, you're, no, no, no. You're no actually, right now. no. You're but, not giving yourself enough credit, bro. No, no, no. Let me speak for a goddamn second because you guys are taking everything I'm saying out of fucking context. I'm, I am getting a little upset. That video, when you look back at it, there's a lot of things that I did wrong. There's a lot of overexposure problems. There's a lot of, you know, just shit that doesn't look good. Am I uh, not proud of it? No. I am very proud of that. That was the thing that got me into all this shit. And, you know, that was the thing that I was just an 18-year-old kid who had no clue what I was doing. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go make a paintball video. And I did. That's cool. But at the end of the day, when you look back at it, that video sucks. <laughs> like, and I think any artist, when they look back at their early projects, will probably say similar things. Um, but you can still be proud of it. Like, you can still say, hey, that's where I started. Now I'm here where I'm at today. And I, do, sure. I, I think you have to remember, dude, that video, no joke. There's some people that watch that video. Some people, aka, like me. Dude, it's like whenever I'm like, fuck, man, do I even want to keep playing paintball? I watch that shit. Yeah, no, I, I, and I can't appreciate that. I mean, that, that is nice to hear. I, just, I don't know, man, because it's it. It's just hard, dude. This shit fucking like it, it eats at you over time. And I don't know when, when I see people succeeding and honestly making more money and like able to do things in their life where I feel like that opportunity could also go well in my hands. Yeah, it sucks. But, you know, I think that's one of the things we were talking about shit with like DMG semi-pro and all that is like, just got to get back on that horse as much as it does suck in the moment and kind of like figure it out and what the next plan is. I think now it's just, it's just a rough patch right now. Right. Dude. Oh, for the sure. Thing is, Ryan, your thing is Ryan, dude, you're, you're fucking talented enough to where you're going to find that fucking thing. You're, we're we're going to, as mafia productions, dude, we're gonna be able to find that next thing that's gonna be that's gonna be good that people are gonna like to click on. I know, right? But until then, I'm always gonna be seen as a second rate, you know, content creator because my numbers aren't up there, and that shit eats well, at you. Well, you well also you have to remember to people like me that genuinely give a fuck about you, that that shit means a lot to me, bro. 
you mean a lot to me, bro. And any kind of success you have means a lot to me. Right. And I, I guarantee I'm speaking for Brando as well. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. It does, dude, fuck what all these fucking random ass haters got to say. Like these, these fucking random goobs that aren't making any videos themselves. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Right. Dude. But the thing is you're making, you're making videos for the people like those fucking DMG kids that like come up to us and they're like, Hey man, like, are you feeling mic'd up? Like, dude, that that's the shit we make it for. Right. Yeah. The reason, no, the reason why, the reason why I want to go out and like coach some of the, like the other DMG divisionals is because it's like, dude, I genuinely give a fuck. And it's like, I want to see everybody do better. Yeah. Right. I mean, shit, you can't, you can't hate something enough and care for it that, you know, that much. Like exactly. Right. Hatred fucking, can give you passion, haters, but not that much. Right, these fucking haters, Ryan. Fuck what they think, right? And the thing is, right, with that whole blacklisted shit, I think that paintball is such a small thing that it's like, dude, that's what it is. It is because it's small, and people feel like they can control parts of it still. Right, but the thing is, dude, people will still come. Right, it, people yeah. who genuinely care about and they genuinely like seeing good shit, they'll come back. Yeah, I think honestly, it was. It was hearing that Vince left the sport because of another fellow media person that that fucking killed me, dude. That shit sucks. Are we, are we allowed to name drop that or no? Uh, I think I already did on the show. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, not gonna say it, it again, it. but maybe I will. Uh, I I just feel like, come on, dude. Like, what the fuck? We're supposed to be lifting each other up. Like, we all like doing this crazy thing where we get shot for fun, and the only reason we're out there is so that we can make. 10 dudes on a field look really cool like it's not for yeah. us at all we just enjoy doing it and so that's why i've like i hate that politics shit like what the fuck is the point of that and that's one of I the agree. big that's reasons why i like all, the media guys i hang out with because like we're all just open and it's like dude we're a group and we're gonna fucking you know we're all we're gonna get together. better together yeah like yeah. dude when that lane's coming in and me and you are both standing there in it like you know paint does okay, not give dude, a fuck what you together, look like bro. or you know who you are yeah. or what how many followers you have like shit's gonna hurt no matter what <laughs> i agree right and ryan you're a fucking beast bro don't ever don't ever think anything less of that bro right and don't ever yeah. get don't ever get fucking discouraged from these fucking goobs just because they got a good salary from editing who fucking cares yeah we gotta make no, sure and, and that is a fair point. I, I think it's just at the end of the day, like, you know, I'd like to be able to not have to worry about getting my Ubers at events. Shit like that. Like, just the little things. Uh, and some of that can definitely be on me. I'm probably not, you know, putting out enough content or not doing enough shit here or there. But, yeah, man, I, I don't know. It, it's just this year, especially with a lot of the changes that have happened on the back end of social media platforms, um, things have changed a lot. And kind of the whole nature of all this shit is changing a lot. Luckily, we adapt and fucking overcome. I hope. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm just, I, I think and the reason I why believe. I'm saying this is because honestly, like, you know, we, we, we talked about it on the past shows, but like, the only reason we could do this shit is because there's people who show up and listen to it. And like, you know, I appreciate those guys like crazy because that's crazy to me that like we can come here and make some, you know, podcast and stuff and guys are going to download and listen to it um but i think it also like it does suck that a lot of the social medias are now making it where viewer support is the more like preferred way of monetizing your content which i'm not a huge fan of i don't like going to people and being like hey 
pay me ten dollars like don't you love that video give me a super chat like you know like i don't oh, like that shit that but that's saying. what that's what like youtube literally says on its back end now is like hey mention super thanks to your audience you know so they can potentially give you five dollars because you made a video and like i think really? that shit's bowling like or mm. i think i think that shit's really dumb because it's like well yeah i need to make money and you know i need to be able to like pay bills but that's where like ad revenue monetization you know stuff like that i feel like that's a fair trade there like hey Here's a piece of content. You like it. You watch through it. So now when you see the ad that comes in halfway through, I get, you know, the 20 cents or whatever it is that comes off that. I feel like that's fair. So, yeah, I don't know. Everything's changing. Paintball media is probably going to drastically change this year, to be fully honest. And the thing is, it will change the next year and it will change the next year and it will change the next year. Forever changing. I guess. I think it just sucks when right, just you like how realize it was now when we, from seven, 2017 when you first came back and it was dead. Now it's a living thing. Yeah. Right. That's you can true. say you contributed part of the reason why it's fucking living. I guess I just. Ah, dude, I'm just I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm more discouraged from coming back from the event than I normally am. Normally, I'm super hyped. But like just a lot of the kind of murmuring stuff that you hear when you're at an event and you're able to talk to people. It just sounded shitty. Like, it didn't sound like paintball has for the past couple of years where we've really been in this growing kind of, like, positive, uh, like, uphill slope, I feel like. I, f I feel like paintball really since COVID has done nothing but grow and, you know, become bigger and better. Okay, well, so, okay, I got, I got, a, I got a question for you about the, about the event. Did you have any fun at the event? Oh, yeah, I had a funnest fucking time. But I'm going to be honest, all that fun was at the media house away from the event. When I was at the event, it was just a lot of just getting shot and filming. Stuff. And that was fun. And, like, I had the, you know, the fun moments with, like, Yosh when I got shot on the neck, you know, and he's got a funny video of that. But, like, it, events are fucking a lot of work. And, I don't oh, know, yeah. it would be nice just to fucking show up and play two games and go drink a beer <laughs> like fuck oh yeah it would be nice yeah i know you can relate to that so i that's yeah right because it's like you know i'm at the same time you're at the field right fucking Bryce, that's bullshit fucking bright and early right but thing is right dude i fucking love it i love waking up in the fucking morning with those i'm like oh fuck i gotta get up but i'm like dude going to a paintball field it's like dude I love paintball. So I love paintball. I heard I, I would completely butcher the quote Cedar told me at one time, but uh, it was about like fucking paintball and working. It's like, dude, I could be working right now, but no, I'm out here enjoying my fucking. I'm enjoying the atmosphere with my friends, right? Where it's like, some people don't even have this shit. Some people are like, uh, like some people have no fucking friends. Fuck that, right? So it's like they don't have a hobby sometimes. Exactly. Like, Some people don't have a hobby. Some people just fucking sit in their house and read like fucking nerds. Fuck that. Right. Well, all right. Hold on. I think those Wait, people are on. probably happy too in other ways. But <laughs> hold on. I got a I got a book on my night scan. My books my night are stand. not your friend. Books are not your friend. All right. So it's maybe one, one of the most is, ignorant right, things dude, I think I've ever heard you say. Hedge. Waking up, waking up in the morning, going to the fucking paintball field, <laughs> fucking smelling that fucking kind of good smelling, kind of disgusting smelling air. Right, dude, I fucking love that shit. Right, knowing that it's like, dude, yeah. my man, my body hurts after today. Right, because I, especially like, dude, this past event, right, 
our day got cut short. Our first day got cut short. We had to play three matches in one day, right? Because of the storm. Yeah, because the storm right. that came through. That was fucking insane. Um, yeah. And that probably added to why Saturday really... Like, Saturday sucked. Like, I'm going to be honest. Saturday was, was pretty miserable for me. I didn't really have a chance to eat all fucking day. I was on the field filming pretty much from the first game to the last game. And there was two extra sets that day. And goddamn, I wanted to be anywhere but the paintball field at the end of it. Yeah. Some, you know, some, some days it does feel like that. But, dude, Ryan, I guarantee that, that the next event, dude, or like the next time you're at the, that, at, even at Capital Edge, yeah. you're be like, okay, now it feels good. Right. Well, you know, I don't know necessarily that. I know I'm going to have fun. Like, I still am looking forward to Philly, even though the travel sucks. And that's, it's actually my least, like, favorite event of the year, unironically, now that we're talking about this. But I am still looking forward to it. I, you know, it'll be a good time. That'll be the fun, you know, things that kind of happen. And, and the, the people, honestly, like, that's the main reason I go to events now is to go see people. Like, it's, you know, fuck, dude. Like, it's, it's the group of friends that I don't, I don't ever get to see. But five times a year, we get to hang out and we get to, you know, your roommates for a little bit it's kind of cool exactly right and i dude i love doing that shit right and uh it's tragic that brando wasn't there with me this past weekend <laughs> brando, are you still are you still alive no okay, no he's, he's no. done um yeah no that it sucked not being with you guys especially uh just checking up on on pbli and yeah just tears rolling down um not not knowing what the hell's going on because there's no live stream. Yeah, because we got fucking smoked. Oh, Straight yeah. Up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You, want me, you want me going into that a little bit? Why yeah. Not? Uh, yeah, feel yeah. free. I'm, I'm let's, dying, let's audio listeners, if you can't see me. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Hatch. You, 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 you break it down. All right, so w- with Ryan's shitty weekend, I'll, I'll start saying my shitty weekend but thing is right wasn't that much of a shitty weekend right even though we got fucking smoked and i'll i'll explain that in a second right i still had a good time and i wouldn't regret it for a second right um so um texas goddamn was it a fucking shit show right um obviously to people that pay attention we went fucking oh and four we got fucking smoked right and uh we played who we played we played newbies uh mutiny preferred mob and ology right so all those teams good all those teams are very very good right and um the first match against newbies right we won the first point sweet right and then uh we fucking lost it from there and i think legitimately why is because um some of it was we were playing the field wrong right and especially where i was at right i should be the guy attacking the doritos right instead of just kind of being that guy that's like sitting in the back, then eventually hunts up the middle, right? As soon as we kind of made that switch, we kind of had a little bit more success on day two and we had the three matches. But um, yeah, the fucking field conditions were insanely horrible, yeah. right? That snake side, which it's like, dude, I played everywhere, dude. There were, some, there were some points where it's like, I ended up in the fucking snake, right? And it's like, you know, when I'm in the snake, dude, that's, you know, that's when you know shit's going down, right? Yep. And uh, so, yeah, after the, after the first day, Dude, fucking storm, bro. Dude, oh my fucking god. Oh my god. It's one of the craziest fucking storms Marv, I've bro. ever been in. Fucking Marv. So we're go- so keep in mind, we it's like one and we're at the field and we're like, you know what, let's go get food. So me, Micah, Caden, go get food. Right. And Marv. Bro, Marv doesn't fucking realize that it's like a 
push to start. So he fucking locks the keys in there when we get back. Oh, God. Fucking closes the door. And he's like, oh, shit. Got to grab the keys. Click. Like, pulling on the door. And he's like, fuck. He goes, "Uh uh-oh. And then I'm like, dude, are you serious? There's no way you actually just locked the keys in there. And he goes, all right, all right, all right. Hold on. How can we make this seem a lot less worse than it is? Right. So we so we walk up to Cedar and uh we're like, what's up, Cedar? And he goes, What's up, man? How did you guys get the food? And we're like, Yeah, we got the food, blah blah blah. And he go we go, Hey Cedar, how mad would you be if uh we hit a we backed up into a car? And he goes, You did what? And he goes, and we're like, No, we're just kidding. We just locked the keys in the car. And he goes, Wait, what? Right? So uh at that point, we're just like, bro, are you fucking serious? Right? So we call fucking AAA. And keep in mind, this is like one o'clock, right? Jesus. Storm is um, on its way. Yeah, Storm is on its way, right? Um, calls AAA. And this is all before we play. Keep that in mind. Um, call AAA. Guy gets there. The guy from AAA forgets his lockout kit. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. The, like little squeezy thing that like inflates, right? Whatever the fuck it is. His whole kit. He forgets it. So it's like, bro, fuck. Inf- whoever that guy is, fire him. Right? <laughs> He's not um, ready for his job. No, he was not. Right. So at that point, we're like, bro, we're so now we're like, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll do it after we're done playing. Right. We get done playing our first match, get smoked by newbies. Right. Um, and now we're like, okay, uh, the matches are canceled because of the storm. Obviously, shit was like, shit was blowing around. Right. Came out it was of nowhere, obvious though. the storm was coming. Right. Yeah. 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 It was like ne- that morning was beautiful. Day, yeah. Nearing the end of the day, it was very apocalyptic. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so I am just like, bro, what the fuck's going on? Like the storm is, it went from like gray to like this black teal. It was mm-hmm. fucking insane, right? And you could just like, see this uh, like line in the distance slowly approaching. Just like, right? we need to get the fuck out of here. And I shit you not, the guy gets there as the fucking storm is coming in. Oh we are, God, we already left. We were getting in Na- the car. I am full Naruto running, dude. And no joke, the second he pops the door, all fucking hell is breaking loose, bro. The fucking rain is getting so intense. And keep in mind, I am seeing the most unfortunate souls have no car out there dragging an ice chest for their team. And I'm just like, bro, good luck to you, buddy. Just right? getting pelted by hail. Right. And keep in mind, it started out small, right? Like little little things that weren't too bad, right? Then they started big. turning into no joke, like paintball sized hail. Yeah. They were yeah. They were 68 they were caliber. Fucking, <laughs> 68 caliber without a doubt bro and uh cedar is like dude uh do we pull over in a gas station and i'm like dude yeah i want to slurpee really fucking bad so they pull over <laughs> in the gas station right and he goes dude should i stay here and i'm like fuck no get home we're third we're, we were like 17 minutes away right and he's like okay shit i don't want to get stuck right <clears throat> i am fucking parched bro yeah no that that storm was it's ridiculous <sighs> I, it's i mean one of the craziest ones that i've ever been in Bro, so we're driving in the shit. Shit's loud as hell, bro, in the car. We are like, we're like, oh my God, shit's going down. I'm like, I'm when you called me, I, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, it I was that hear you on the phone. Yeah. I'm like, I call Brando. I'm like, Brando, if we die, you can have my balaclava, right? And uh, <laughs> I'm like trying to fuck with everybody. I'm like, ooh, what if I push the sunroof button, right? And they're like, no, no, no. Everybody's like freaking out, right? And uh, so all of a sudden traffic jams going on. Cedar makes like, we can't see anything. Cedar makes like a wrong turn. Um, and then all of a sudden this officer is like ordering us to like pull over right and Cedar's like 
nah, fuck that. And the officer's like, sir, get out of the car. And Cedar is like, no. And Cedar's like backing up, backing up. And the, and the cop is like, get over here now. And Cedar's like, later. And we just fucking did. Right? So, so I, I'm confused. Why did the cop get involved? Because it was like a traffic jam. like, And to the point to where he was like to redirecting traffic. Okay. On top of like these rocks, I guess I where it was like that. people weren't people weren't getting like messed up on this turn. Okay. Right. Because um, uh, it was. It's just it's very funny how your guys' experience almost 180 from mine. <laughs> ours like, was, ours was literally insane. Like dude, yeah, it was so fugitive now. I you guys made it sound like tell. apocalypse happened. It literally felt like it. I could. I was. I was getting so worried that the glass was gonna break because it was so loud. And Marv. Big old fucking Viking Marv kept like, I'm in the back seat, right? Behind Marv. She is reaching behind me, fucking rolling my window down, and I am getting annihilated by the fucking storm <laughs> above, right? And I'm just like, no, no. And he is he just keeps rolling the window down. I'm like trying to fucking get like I'm trying my little fucking hands trying to get this Viking and Indian burn, and it's just not working, right? And uh we get back to the house, dude. No joke, our house actually almost flooded, bro. The whole back patio was submerged. Ours was as well. Like our back, the like grass in the backyard was just a a pool. Like it wasn't it wasn't solid stationary grass anymore. It was insane. It was in it was in yeah. It's absolutely bonkers of a storm, right? So, um, God, the fact that we got barely got away with that yeah. and getting the keys from AAA. no. I, I mean, my story with the storm was um, I just remember hearing uh, Ahow, one of the the head ref on the pro field, um, start talking over the radio like. Hey guys after this game pull plugs we're getting the fuck out of here like tom's called it like and that was like the first thing i heard of like a storm was coming i was like what okay all right well that's yeah that's good i didn't to know. hear until about like and then two, two o'clock ish like i knew something was on the radar i just didn't realize how bad it was gonna be um mm-hmm. but i was like okay damn so after that match ends on the pro field everyone in that area fucking runs is fucking gone like yeah dude refs you know pop uh, the caps on bunkers they were fucking out of there like go sports just gone like everyone was like we need to leave it's time to leave so uh yeah i went over to the lone wolf wolf grabbed the guys um the problem became though that we had a truck for most of our cargo because uh they weren't able to get like a minivan there was no vans available or something in the city and uh we don't know the u-haul trick so we had a truck and so I put my Pelican in the back of the truck because we put all of our like hard cases in there and like put all the soft goods in the in the car that we had. And uh, yeah, for about 20 minutes, I was just looking out the back of this truck at my Pelican with like my life in it pretty much and was just anxious as fuck. <laughs> but if that doesn't scream Pelican sponsor, I don't know what does. I was going to say to fucking their credit with goddamn paintball sized hail coming down sideways rain lightning every five seconds. There was yeah, not a dude. drop of damn water in my case. And that's when yeah. I was like, all right, this is worth it. I spent the money on this and it was definitely worth it. <laughs> like, oh, dude, okay. Our car was at, like, I think our car was actually like a little bit fucked up. Not even going to lie. Just, from, just <laughs> Probably from, like, a little storm damage. The hail was. Yeah. It was definitely uh, hefty. And then I can't even imagine what inside the U-Haul was like. I, I wasn't, I was riding in the, the other car that we had. Right. So I can't, I, I bet in the U-Haul sounded like a fucking war zone in there. Oh, so, probably. Goddamn. Just echoing. That shit was, that shit was insane. But yeah. uh, go up to Caden. Yeah. This we go up to Caden at the field this weekend. He's just looking off in the distance. 
<laughs> like, can you okay? Just, He's just like, guys, I haven't been the same since that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I was I, I was saying PTSD, not tinnitus, but yeah, we could go there too. A little bit of both. Tinnitus for sure. Just shaking. I was gonna say yeah. uh, we we could say it's like World War One and say he has shell shock and that he needs mm. to have his whiskey or else he'll get the shakes. And <laughs> mm. dude, medicine Valid. was so fucked back then. <laughs> I remember like the the in the snow when you get lost in the snow and the big old Bernard is coming to get you and like the little jug of like alcohol yeah, on this like um, dude that shit you ain't supposed to drink alcohol when you're fucking freezing bro yeah that's but, like the, one of the biggest myths ever well it's a myth but they did do it and I think the main reason is for it is because it does make you feel warmer like you, your for, body temperature sure doesn't right go up that. but like it's kind of like a placebo effect you almost don't feel the cold as much and so I think that's why they did it more so was like Okay, the dog found you. Now at least stay alive until we can get out to you. Like, it's like, damn, my throat's on fire. This, <laughs> this bratty's intense. That's that's what saves you from freezing. It's just like your your throat burning from the brandy. Yeah, and all of a sudden you become a fifty year old smoker. What was that voice? <laughs> that's me whenever I take a really uh, shot of some some really intense alcohol for me because I'm a baby, bro. I'm not really much of a drinker. But still, right? that was like a, a, a smoker voice, not an alcohol voice. Like you you sounded like you had a stoma. Woman. That's yeah. me after I that's me after I take a shot. Not even not even joking, dude. God damn boys, I've been smoking the cigarettes for 40 damn years. Why is it spicy? That's yeah, see, that's God. not that's not an alcohol <laughs> voice. That's not that's not what that does. Fireball's a little spicy, bro. Fireball for me. What the fuck? Mm. It's not what I was saying mm. at all again, but okay. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> on to day, day two. Yeah, I guess. Fuck. So uh, we were, were we just talking about day two, though? Because that was when the, the storm came down and everything. No, that was That's Friday. literally what we were talking about. That was about. Friday. No, was that, that was Friday. Friday. Well, yeah, that was Friday. Actually, but no, I'm correct because it was day two. Because practice, practice, practice counts as a day. I guess. <laughs> It's on my invoice. I count it as a day. Okay, valid. Okay, so Saturday. <laughs> right. So now at this point, we have three matches, right? Uh, I'm talking to our coach and I'm like, yo, let me play, let me play the Doritos a little bit more, uh, you know, my style, right? And uh, I felt like I was getting I felt like I was getting a little bit more stuff done because I was able to like sneak into like that, like the 50 Dorito, which a lot of people were not really able to do. Um, yep. and we were just, a lot of the times we were just like getting smoked when it came down to, uh, it's like we were playing more aggressive on the snake side. We were just losing, right? We did, our survivability just wasn't there. Wasn't as high. Right? Yeah. And, um, that shit was for sure showing. And I legitimately think that we need to take way more time when it comes to walking the field, because I don't think there were a lot of angles that a lot of people did not know. Right. Some people were coming into the pits and like, dude, I didn't even know that angle was there. It's like, bro, what? Like how? Right. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think I, I think then we I don't know up? how the excuse of I didn't know that angle was there is valid. Because it's like not. all you have to do, no, I, I know, but I'm just saying all, all you need to do, literally just go watch a single pro game. Like I, I don't know why, but I just feel like you in that seven or six points, what happens, you just see so much shit. Like, uh, these dudes are blind shotting, bounce shotting, fucking lane shooting. Like, it is kind of crazy. 
it's a, just a little bit harder to probably keep track of when you're like in like the stands right watching something or like by the net when it comes to i them, guess when yeah. it comes to you doing it yourself like right there, but i guess right well that always goes back to that like i've heard this said before in paintball and i don't know if it's been said recently but like find the dude who plays your spot and watch him like if you yeah, don't valid. have games until the afternoon go over to the grandstands and watch whoever the d1 is or the three or the snake one like you know depending on what position you're playing what are they doing why are they doing that is it working for them is it not working for them Right. And the thing is, right. I actually did that. I did do that. And that's when I told my coach, I was like, yo, start, let, start, let me do my thing. Let me burn out to the corner. Right. Stay alive. Right. Cause obviously it's like when we were watching the finals back, um, the, the play we were I adjusting still to, watched them back. right. The, the play that we were adjusting to literally was exactly like what I guess was the winning formula. Right. Where it's like kind of four towards the snake side. Right. And then the one, like the lone survivor on the Dorito side, like just kind of hunkering down, yeah. shooting a gap, right? And then kind of like late game developing, someone switches over there and then they double team it, right? Yeah. No, I would <clears> say <throat> Snake was definitely the side that you would want to push and be more aggressive with. Um, but you did need to have at least, you know, a gun or two guns, like potentially on that D side. Because without that, doubt, right? that's lost. why the guys would be, they, they would be on the Snake side, right? But they'd be watching the cross, right? Mm -hmm. Like making sure the Dorito guys yeah. can't move, right? And we were talking. Spigot's band was talking about, and dude, shout out everyone who played the, uh, I think you guys are calling it the America. It was that wedge on the snake side, uh -huh. the lay down wedge on the snake side. In the pro division, that job became, you go to that wedge and you look at the 50. You don't do anything else. You go to, and so dude, the amount of times I would see dudes like get up in there and then just hold this position, like waiting for just something to happen. It was, mm -hmm. dude, it was crazy. Guys were spending like five minutes kneeled down. Like, shout out to Blake. I saw him holding it long as fuck one point, but just kind of like, something gonna happen. Is yeah. Someone gonna try to push the snake. Because if they do, I'm gonna kill him. But if they don't, this, like, is, this is pointless. You're either watching that or you're like trying to shoot like a bounce shot. Pretty much. Right? Yeah. And that's like your only two options, like sitting there. Yeah, you had pretty right? boring jobs if you were in that wedge. For sure, right? And honestly, dude, you had a pretty boring job if you were playing the Doritos because it's like, dude, you were just over there kind of hiding, shooting a gap, like, right? Yeah. Trying not to die from the snake, right? And um, I would say, yeah, we were, so when it came to the, the battle of attrition on the snake side, right, we would flood, we were flooding the snake. Um, like, so there were times where we would probably even get like the first kill, right? And then uh, our mid game would just legitimately fall apart, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like it's like really frustrating because it's like there were some people that were like, "Ah, it's like I just didn't even know what to do." And I'm like, "Bro, you got, like you can't even. I don't even want to hear that." Yeah, like right? don't even say that, <laughs> right? Because at that point, right, I don't want you on the field, right? You're a liability at that point. You're not a exactly. asset, right? And um, <clears throat> it'd be like throwing right. me in your fucking two position. Like, I'm not going to help out. I may know some things. I'm not going to help out. <laughs> the thing is, no, you never know. The gun is the greatest equalizer, right? Yeah. I think legitimately yeah. we could we could have a point to where uh, you and me could be playing on the same side. And I think my experience, would be, I, I, would, I could ask you enough questions oh, you, to where you, you could, could QB put, QB could the fuck out of me. very fast. Yeah, you could joystick right? the fuck out of me, probably. Right, so give yourself enough credit, my boy. You're good freaking ball eh, i don't know but well and it's also like i just don't have an ego about paintball because it's like i don't give a shit like if i'm good great if i'm not cool i still have fun like that's not where i give a shit <laughs> i'm fucking ass at paintball bro look at our record <laughs> holy shit dude 
Are you fucking serious? You're probably Acid paintball, meanwhile playing in the toughest division that you can just enter into. <laughs> like you don't have to gain a spot into. Right? And the thing is, that's where it shows like, that's not where it's like if you're the best gunfighter. Because you can be a good gunfighter and you can get destroyed. Right? That, like I would say, that's more about like teamwork and knowing your team. Because, right, it's like, just looking at like body language, like look at PB fit. Like they know where it's like, sometimes they don't even have to say anything across the field. They're just like, oh, that guy's looking that way. I'm switching. Right. I need to switch. Yeah. Right. And, and, and watch here. Right. You know the that's what, and that's PB fits formula for success. Right. And until legitimately we get on to that page, we're just not going to have the fucking yeah. success. Well, right? it's the same. I mean, it's not like. I actually uh, talked to Colt. I fucking love Colt. I like that guy. Yeah. I talked to Colt. I was talking to him a little bit. Um, I was going to say, like, it's not necessarily. Uh, 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 like uh, mysterious strategy or anything um but i think it's just you know teams that play together develop that chemistry like you're you're gonna play better together just because like i don't know one of the points that on the profile i can relate this to um yosh rao played the snake <laughs> i don't know if you guys saw this point but fucking old ass yoshi got down in there got down on his legs and got in the snake which is awesome but one of the cooler parts of that point for me was it was yosh in the snake two and ryan in the snake one and their comms so that it, it's literally perfect like the way they were talking to each other the way it was like enough info but not too much info like Dude, it was just one of those like times that I really realized, okay, Yosh and Ryan have been doing this together for a long time because they put like, themselves in the situation in that exact situation so many times to where it's just yeah. like, all right, we got to close it out, We're and it's this, just this, us. This and this. Yeah, well, and it was funny too because Marsh was alive on the other side by himself, like you said, he was that one D side player, and so yeah. like they would be talking every now and then, and then Ryan be like. Oh, she's still alive and you just hear this yeah yeah <laughs> he's he just goes, he goes, fighting for his life <laughs> marcelo's go he goes yeah it's just like that every single time yeah yeah right? he's like yeah i'm here like can you guys do yeah. something please <laughs> and dude, shout out to marcelo that guy played so good yeah but uh right. all the guys on dynasty did but yeah so i mean that was uh yeah trying to relate that back but like knowing each other so well like knowing body language knowing like you know i want to do this when i want to you know like i mean shit dude Playing behind you, Hatch, I guarantee you AK knows exactly what you're going to do before you go run someone down. Exactly, right? Because everyone has that kind of same couple, that. like, you know, kind of body positions or something that it's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, he wants to go. Like, you know, it's kind of that. You know, about mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, you right? Know what you have the same thinking. mentality. Exactly. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, damn, it's like I got the fucking sharring gone, dude. I can read his movement. Right? So, and, uh, the thing is, Brando oh. and I have developed that that kind of that bond on the field without a doubt right because there are times where he's like yo put this guy in and i'm like oh he's going right i know i, I know exactly like what's going to happen when when me and brando are attacking sometimes yep for sure we just got to get the uh, team on that level speaking of of ak that that brought up in my mind because every time i think of the kid i think of stabbers don't get stabbed mm -hmm. um <laughs> that that statement was literally brought up in spick and span today they didn't say it like that but it was literally like they were talking and they're like you gotta have that mentality of like i'm gonna bunker them or you know they're gonna come get me and i'm literally I, in chat. I was like dude stabbers don't don't get stabbed because that's what it is that's where that mentality started that you know fuck you all right cool you're gonna trade with me but i'm gonna be the one initiating it at least exactly right and a lot of people man dude because obviously in when you get to the higher divisions of paintball you have to 
know how much your your life is valued. It's right? risk calculation. Exactly. hundred percent of what right? it is. Where it's like, yeah. if you just go and fucking stab a guy out, right? Um, yeah. If, you know, let's just say the other team's got five bodies, you got two. You just go and trade. That is a net negative. <laughs> Nothing exactly. good has happened at that there. Point, at that point, you're you're fucking the one guy on your yeah, team. Yeah. Now your ass, bro right? is about to get bunkered by four people. Like hell no, dude. Right? <laughs> it's like it's like you have to know when to do it, right? And it's also right. This is when, um, like, right? As a as a stabber myself, a game recognizes game. Mouse that guy, right? You see a lot of moves where he's like, okay, it'll be like a two on three not in favor of him and he's like okay puts a guy in and takes off bunkers a guy and then gets another one right i have i i have some uh, so literally that situation happened but it didn't go in his favor uh and the main reason why and hopefully you guys will see this shot on like the hormesis documentary or some shit like that i don't know if i actually have it on me because some of that footage i'm able to use and some of that footage i'm not it's it's a whole thing but um that that shot he's sitting in one of the wedges on the snake uh gunfighting the god so he's just waiting for someone to come back out and a ref on the back line kind of like pops his shoulder out a little bit like just enough you start to see jersey and so alex sends a couple that way hits them and then is like as a kill instantly like muscle memory takes off gets blown the fuck up because <laughs> the god was definitely still alive <laughs> Fuck, that is so unfortunate. Yeah, so it was bad timing because, like, watching it back, you could read his whole, like, kind of, you know, what he was thinking. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm gunfighting. Oh, I, I, you know, I saw paint hit a dude. That must have been the god. I got to go now. Like, it's, you know, it's go time. But for it was, sure. It was the right read, yeah. It was the right read. Just shot the wrong player. <laughs> <laughs> and those, those ones are tough, dude, because it's like, you know, when you really are like, man, I hit that shot and you really don't. You're like, fuck, especially when well, you, and you, you did see, hit you the shot. When, you just hit a ref. Yeah, exactly. Right. When like you, it's even when worse. You you like, shot. yeah. Like, like, oh, get out. Right. Especially when you hit him with the get out. I'm like, oh, I know I got him. You get see that out. a lot. In like the, you see that a lot in the, the, the younger divisions when they're like, everybody will fucking say get out just to have a ref go check them. <laughs> what are you and talking like, like the kids division or? The, the, you lower said younger divisions, divisions. the lower divisions oh, okay so just lower in general okay mm-hmm. right dude the amount of times that dude there was just one guy bro i don't know what fucking team he was playing for but i was just like obviously hanging out with my boy last year i'll get to that in a second hell but, yeah uh we were we were watching this guy and every fucking second and they were like mm, a couple bunkers away right but obviously like getting in a fight every fucking time he snapped he said get out like get out get out Yep, yep, Get yep, up. yep. So every single fucking time he said, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, bro. At that, at this point, nope. as a spectator, I'm saying something. I'm like, you gotta hit him first. And the ref looks back at me and he goes, goes and I'm just like, what? That wasn't me, right? Because I'm, I'm just like, dude, like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Because everybody's so, everybody's thinking that. One of the funny moments that reminds me of that on the pro field I saw this weekend, there was a Canes player on the Dorito side and uh, he asked a ref to go in for a check and the ref did. And, uh, but like, you know, he gives the all clear after and uh, the Canes player's like, thank you ref. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yelled that out midpoint. I was like, fuck, that's respectful. <laughs> you know, I, I will always try to be respectful to the refs. Like every time uh, they crown on me, I'm like, I'm like, thanks boss. I appreciate you for everything you do. <laughs> Gotta get someone I, on my side. Uh, I remember a tournament up in Oregon, uh, a, a, a UWL tournament in the woods. Uh, I like 
I kept yelling at a ref to go check this guy that I I swore I shot through a bush. And we're like, ref, check him, check him, ref, check him, ref, check him. And I'm yelling at him. I'm yelling at him. And, and the ref, like, had enough. And he looks at me and he goes, he's not there anymore. He ran back. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out in your uh, favor. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What a, what a nice ref. Dude was I'm so annoyed. Like, you I'm dumb motherfucker. He's like, not even there. You gotta hit him first. I'm like, gotta hit him first. Gotta hit him. I'm looking at him. You gotta hit him first. Yeah, Hatch wouldn't say anything in that moment. He would just keep staring back at Brandon. As a ref? Yeah, as a yeah. ref. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you're getting the hard stare where nobody knows where I'm looking. But that's the problem with like the lens where they can see through it. That's the biggest problem. Right? You see your eyes, bro. Dude, even fucking pro refs were talking about that shit over the weekend. Because uh, they all had to a wear a certain mask. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but... Uh, they just were asked to wear a certain mask, so they did. Uh, but most of them, they didn't have, like, a lens for it, so they just had the clear that was in it. And, uh, yeah, they were mm. complaining about that on day one. They had to change that out for day two. <laughs> no way. That's, fu that's fucking funny, because we literally just talked about that literally last episode. Yep. Yeah, no, and that's why when I heard him saying that, I was like, fuck you, Hatch. I knew, I knew it happens. Like, yeah, I know I it know. happens. Fuck, I'm, like, I'm like, dude, nobody ever fucking actually looks directly at their eyes. And then Meanwhile, they fucking do that. like on, a bro. ref literally was like, dude, I swear to God, he was looking at me. <laughs> like, you know, we were making <laughs> eye contact and that shit. That's fucking funny. God. Yeah. Well, that goes back to like that, that Zach Patient clip I had. Like, I can't confirm that he used me, but it's a kind strong of sus clip of that makes sense. Theory. He would be getting info from off the playing field. Like, no one said snake viper ghetto like none of the kind of names you hear for the 50 no one said any of those <laughs> like there i don't even think there was any word spoken <laughs> yeah. I, I i remember being at sepples and seeing saying like a photographer all of a sudden like take a knee is like like across the field and like, hey caution the snake caution the snake 50 they hit yeah, that yeah. And, yeah i don't know it, it's cool it's cool shot. you don't I've, I've never looked yeah. at their eyes though I've, which I've does never try to look at a rep's eyes yeah, that's that's the next level. That's the pro level. That's the like I'm trying to see everything. Um, no, man, I it sucks too because it's like when you do get that amazing shot that's coming to you, you don't always want to try and set up for it because it's like shit. This dude may live and or get traded depending on like if I whip really quick right now. Like the snake guy is gonna be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Like something's happening. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. One of those hard things with filming the sport. There's a lot. There's so many, like, things about this sport that are just, like, impossible to fucking film, right? Like, we'll yeah. never get, like, the true, like, through-the-eyes experience, you know, unless we're playing, like, I VR, wouldn't. Obviously. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, you have to go uh, look up Formula One. They have a, uh, a cam that they've started to put in the driver's helmets. So it literally is, like, right next to their eye, and it gives you a really kind of, like, similar look to how they would see like everything that's going on it's it's fire you gotta look it up i remember we've talked about this yeah we so have how much yeah. are those cameras so how much Bruh, are those cameras? fucking 20k or go. some shit there like i don't there know it's it, yeah but technically that one is possible you know, dynasty would be the someday first that could be possible sure. dynasty would be the first well, and, for sure. no actually it wouldn't even be dynasty it would be alex trying to use them for the dock i feel like because that's mainly what that man cares about now is is getting good footage for his movie he's making hmm. god damn shout out to alex frazier yeah for sure 
love that guy but dude I, dude sp- speaking of like still people i got to see all weekend dude i got to see my boy nick horn from struggle i love him former dmg will always have a special place in my heart dude i got to see uh matt the gym rat right my boy matt the gym rat dude okay uh spoiler alert uh you, i may or may not be in the be in the video spoiler alert may or may not Ooh. yeah because he was doing interviewing people Yep, I was staying with was. Uh, 40 this weekend. He was staying at the media house. Let's say. Mine was awkward as fuck, dude. Because I was like, I basically told us, I basically, in in few words, but told him how he got fucking railed, right? Oh, it's fire. Um, fire. Right? So it was pretty, it was pre- pretty, pretty good interview, obviously. But We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see if it makes dude, the cut. Got to see Enrique and Ivan, you know, the, the Gonzalez yep. brothers. Shout out to Brooklyn Bears. The, Not the same person? Know, I, I funnily I enough they're not make, i will always make those jokes i'll always make those jokes i'm like if it isn't my favorite gonzalez ivan like <laughs> yeah that's all funny and then and then uh, I got speaking about enrique i'm gonna cut in for a second here go um ahead. i had a cool moment with him on the pro field we uh because it just fucking hit me uh he was getting shots for tiger wear and i was like damn dude you shoot for tiger wear this weekend and he's like yeah i'm like damn you ever think that like three years ago during 2020 when we were at the field that we'd both be working for major headband companies in like two years and he was like axe <laughs> like you could see that kind of like took him back for a second but uh nah enrique's the goat I, I love that dude he's one of the first like real homies i kind of had in the whole like media aspect of everything dude shout out shout out to enrique dude fucking world cup winner with me you know that's true d3 world cup winner right when you win a, when you win a world champion with somebody it's like your Eskimo it's bros like, for life. Exactly, right? So <laughs> I don't think that's how that not, term is used, but it's so it's nice always it. seeing Enrique because it's like it's like, dude, what's up, bro? My fellow champion, right? At one point in time, right? Yep. Um then I got to see uh you know you know who, Ryan. I got yeah. to see Lastro Lopez. <laughs> I hung out with him too, but not at the I event. I, I I got to see him very little little. I remember I was we were like the first time I saw him. Uh, he stopped me and I was carrying this fucking like heavy ass ice chest, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, bro, what's up? You gave him a big old hug. And I'm like, yo, I wish I could talk right now, but we play in like an hour. I keep walking. Right? I got, I, yeah. I gotta, start, I gotta start getting ready, right? And then, cause the thing is, right, it was cool, cause right when I'm walking out to the towards the box, he's like, yo, let's go hatch, right? And dude, having that shit for my boy Lastro, nice as hell. I'll send you, I'll send you a video. I'll send you a picture, Ryan, so you can. uh a high quality photo so you Ooh, can uh cool. get that get that in there whenever yeah right, maybe so. add that in um whose iphone ticket karen baines <laughs> oh i remember i saw that photo because karen was like what the fuck is this she she didn't know who last row was and she just was <laughs> yeah. like whoa it's someone who looks like hatch <laughs> right yep because he's like he's like what's up it's hatch here and i'm like last row lopez austin oni baby right yeah that, yeah no that, that story was, funny, was funny. a little funny story um but yeah no i Speaking of last row, me and him went into uh, the Drinking Bros Studios in uh, Austin on Monday. That was a lot of fun. We saw them record uh, two of their shows, um, Fake News, and then their uh, Sports Monday Morning Recap Show. But uh, but yeah, that's that's professional studio. Those those fuckers are legit. They got a lot of shit packed into a tiny space, and they make it work. It's uh, it was really cool to see. I would. It was a trip seeing him. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, well, and that's kind of the other funny thing, too, is, like, all these guys that I hear on the show, you know, he's he's a kind of fellow co-worker with them, so, like, he's just chilling out shooting the shit, and I'm like, oh, sick, all right. <laughs> it was a, it was a cool environment to be in, but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, damn. I wish, 
Ah, fuck. Now my thoughts are getting the better of me. I think, like, thinking of uh, the event. I'm just, uh... Just reminiscing on the, on the days. Yeah, while fucking twirling my mustache and, like, looking yeah. fucking pisses so, me off. If anyone ever wonders what I actually do on this show, you're seeing it this episode. <laughs> uh, it's flow of conversation and topics, but when I'm sick as fucking coughing half the time, I can't really be helpful with that. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good, Ryan. So, um, one thing that I want to talk about it, when it comes to like the event and our, and our play is like, just, uh, like how I guess I'm personally feeling about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Is cause, um, I'm pissed the fuck off. Right. As sure, sure. I love shooting the shit with the guys, but it's like, bro, as a guy who's trying to fucking compete in the semi-professional division, right. Eventually trying to be pro. Right. Bro. I'm fucking, that shit is embarrassing. That shit pisses me off. Right. And especially with how, um, I felt like some people were unprepared. Right. Um, that shit should not fucking happen ever. Right. And it's, it's upsetting because it's like, uh, I almost feel like we're kind of glad that, um, there wasn't a, a broadcast because it's like, it, it probably would have like, uh, probably called a lot of people, probably called some people out. Right. Where it's like, they were fucking up. Right. They were doing this and should have been doing this and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, right. Cause, and it was really, this is going to fucking haunt me. Not even gonna lie. Like the whispers of a fucking demogorgon or whatever the fuck that shit's called. Um, <laughs> it's like, uh, it was really frustrating hearing like people cheer. Right. Like I, I'm pretty sure I heard Matt, the gym rat cheer for me. Right. And then it's like, dude, then we go out and get fucked up. Right. It's yeah. like, bro, that shit is fucking upsetting. Right. Cause it's like, dude, people believe in me. Right. And the thing is now I got to work even fucking harder. Right. Everybody's got to work harder. Right. So now I'm just like in the mental space, it's like, bro, fuck, man. When people say, do you play on semi-pro? I'm going to say, no, I don't. I play on a team that's competing in the semi-pro division. Right? Mm. So it's like, now, and especially because it fucking pisses me off because now people think we're the fucking weakest team. Right? Rightfully so. Rightfully fucking so. They should think we're the weakest fucking team. And now I'm at the point to where, dude, sleep on us. Right? We're going to be fucking putting in the work, and we're going to fucking come back. Yeah. I just, I'll, I'll always go back to those guys, most of these teams you're playing, you know, you're talking the top guys in semi-pro, you're like, you know, fuck, uh, Killers, Blast Camp, uh, Fit, yep. those teams. They've been in semi-pro for three years now, most of them. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the one thing, every time you talk about this, I'm going to bring it up every single time. You guys skip D2. You guys straight up said, fuck that shit, we're going to go play the harder one. And I just, ah, it's, it's not going to be easy. It's never going to be easy. Oh, and I, I, I know we, it is never going to be easy. Yeah, I, I feel like us as a, as a collective went in thinking that it's not going to be easy, that it, it's definitely going to be a work in progress. It's going to be, you know, at the very least two years uh, of being mm -hmm. a, a very competitive uh, yeah. semi-pro team. But um, you know, I, I wasn't there. There's no live stream. I'm not watching it. All I see is the scores on are on a PBLI. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, I'm getting the updates from Hatch. And they're you know just quick updates. It's not nothing too in-depth. Um, so uh, just hearing, hearing the little updates, seeing the scores, and like it... I could only imagine how much it pisses you off, Hatch. It, like it, it pisses me off because like 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm not there to help. I don't know if I could have helped at all, but the fact that there's nothing for me to do. And then on top of that, hearing that just the unpreparedness, it's like, it, it yeah, it sucks. It, it sucks. Like I wish I was, I could have done more to help you to help everyone prepare even more. Yeah. No, to, to, no, to compete yeah. better. Um, and it's almost worse because yeah. like you weren't even there to like have a part in it. So it's like, yeah, I could have, should have, would have a time moment. And bro, dude, everybody on our team should be fucking nervous. Everybody should be fucking nervous for their spot. Right. Cause it's like, do we mm. need, if we need to make some fucking changes or something, it'll happen. Yeah. Right. It's like, dude, I just, I, I don't we're know. We're not trying. <laughs> we're at that point. We're not no motherfucking weekend warriors. Just, just hanging oh, out. Oh yeah, for sure. Not right. And I don't know, but you also, so I was talking, you know, those, those top tier teams I just mentioned, I know for a fact fit spent well over about a hundred hours on that layout before they even got to the event. And you know, blast camp probably doing similar things. Full of killers doing similar shit. Cause they're able to go out to like CFP, uh, you know, blast camp has blast camp, literally their field, yep. uh, PB fit has PB fit. Like these places, you know, I, I just feel like they're, People see when PB Fit comes into an event, wins all their games. You know, they did drop one to Sea Dogs, but wins most of their games, gets the dub, and they're like, damn, they're so good. Well, yeah, it's because they spent all last weekend with their dicks in the dirt learning that snake so they can come out here and win. And I just feel like there's some people in Paintball, and I'm not just like, I'm not even calling anyone out, but there's just some people in Paintball who don't like understand the level of work it takes to become good at this game. And I agree. And you and and ready for the sad reality of it. Where I live, I will never be able to do that. The closest paintball field for me is an hour. Yeah, I will never be able to have that privilege of like, like I mean, I could right, but I don't even like the the local field. I don't think they give a fuck about the NXL, right? I don't think they only do like their own local little league and uh, yeah, it's like like they're not like, like setting they're up the layout and shit. Like rec ball, right? Yeah. So it's like. Um, but I also think like there is something to be said there that like if you're going up against these people who have spent the 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 time or you know hell even the money in certain cases like does kind of I don't know make things easier like it doesn't it doesn't get the job done you still have to go out there you got to figure it out you got to be smart you got to play good paintball but it makes it easier I would say it definitely does make it easier but I don't have that privilege so that means I have to work <laughs> even harder right and the thing is i'm completely ready to put in the work and brando brando knows he's completely ready to put in the work right mm -hmm. um i think there are individuals on the team that are definitely ready to put in the work but there probably are some that are not realistically yeah right and um obviously i fucking love everybody and i want everybody to i want everybody to be perfectly fucking fine but I don't know if that's how it's going to be, right? Real, like, realistically, like, Brando, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, you should, be, you should be nervous for your fucking spot, right? I'm coming for that shit, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding, but... Um, <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, but... <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> right? That's what I thought. But, but, the, but the point is, right, it's like, it should be so competitive to where it's like, at any point, right? Because my goal is like, I want to play, I want to be the kind of guy for my team where it's like, dude, I want to play every single fucking point. Right. But obviously that's realistically unfeasible. Right. You realistically oh, like look at like look at Dynasty. Was, like you gotta, I was gonna you gotta say, have like, like some subs. Yeah, Mike didn't play every point. He was the golden barrel exactly. finals MVP. 
exactly. He even that's needed one point down. Alex went right. in and played that one point, but yeah. Right. And that's more of an ego thing for me, right? Obviously, it's like I love I love going out there and trying and trying to be the guy that wins for my team, right? But you know, sometimes it's nice having a fucking backup where you're like, okay, I get an entire average of five minutes, right? Of a point, and then the next point is being played, right? Yeah. Um well it's not even like I don't I don't feel like it's ego. It, it, it's it, not it's ego. It's also competitive. Because well, I, yeah. You know, I, I want to, of course, I'm the same way. I want to play every point. Like, I don't want to say, you asked me if I want to, yes, I'm going to play. If I'm hurt, you asked me if I want to play, yes, I want to play. If I'm gassed for air, you're like, hey, you good? Absolutely. I'm good. I'm going to go in and play. But um, I don't know. I, I just i feel i it's like that confidence and, and the competitiveness i i feel as well as the ego uh definitely well, but i don't uh, even that's what i was gonna say i don't even think it's ego i think it's just smart competition like okay you know let's think of like the fucking la lakers versus golden state warriors because i know that's a series that's going to come up here in a little bit mm-hmm. yeah those guys got their starting five but they also have a bench of six players who at any point in time can come in there and handle their shit and yeah, they might not be as good as Steph or as good as, you know, fucking LeBron or, you know, whoever is the guy. But you still need those guys because, fuck, if Steph plays 60 minutes of a game, those last 15 minutes, he ain't doing shit, man. It, like, he physically can't. And I don't care how good of an athlete he is. Like, just being able to kind of take that load off for a few minutes even, it really does help kind of not, you know, you're, you're not going to go back to 100%. But it kind of gives you that time to get that breath back, you know, under control. The good air in your lungs, you know. Yeah, good air in, get that heart rate down a little bit, be able to kind of focus a little bit better on that next point because you're not like fighting for your you're life, fatigued. trying to breathe. Yeah. And then boom, you're able to go out there and you're able to, you know, maybe potentially play that extra two, you know, three percent better that we always talk about, that like little bit. Yeah. So, you know, uh obviously I want to play every single point, but it's not it's not feasible, you know. Yeah. Well, and, I just uh, don't think it's even necessarily a, a smart thing. I think if you're on a team and you feel like you have to play every point, I don't think you trust the guys around you. That's probably valid, but that I I, I agree with. Like I, de- I was definitely people do feel like that. Yeah. But I guess for my exact scenario, I'm just like, dude, like I I want to I want to play so bad where it's like, dude, I, I I'm feeling you know you know like in Valent when you're hitting some doinkies, dude, you're like, dude, I'm hot. Put me in coach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you overheat. <laughs> yeah well no that's me i overheat i I wasn't saying you but like yeah that's just kind of the general val type (laughs) mentality dude i'm i'm an overheater for sure without a doubt right Um, and then uh no and and that's a good point not to overheat but i yeah and and i wasn't necessarily saying like you're doing it from a place of that i do think though you know if you're on a team and you're scared of your sub coming in it's not a good position to be in like yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're feeling like you have to do everything, every single point, you're going to make more mistakes cuz now you're trying to do that reach shit. You're trying to, you know, be the star, be the, you know, the guy who's going out there doing everything and it's like maybe we just need you to hold a lane. Like you hold that lane, that cuts off half the field and boom, now we can go win on, you know, the other side. But I don't and think that comes down to, like, everyone trust. understands that. Comes that comes down to trust. Yeah. Right? Cuz it's like <clears throat> I trust I every everyone. single one of my teammates, right? By everyone, like, I was know, meeting paintball players as a whole. That's all I was trying to say yeah, there. Because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, I, when I say you and stuff, I'm not like talking about you and Brandon all the time. It's just, mm-hmm. that's the words I'm using. Mm-hmm. No, it's you're not good. always you, like, Brandon. Because you know, sometimes it's like, dude, <laughs> like, 
sometimes you put me in, I make it to Dorito too. So put someone else in, they don't make Dorito because they get shot off the break. Do getting shot off the break, like doing a risky play, right? That's like that's up to the paintball gods at that point, right? Yeah, you know? that's. Did it bounce? Did it break? Did, exactly, did it, right? Was this point, barrel like, full of shit? Was it not? Like, yeah. So not all plays can be dictated, right, by ill play, right? Some of them can be like, okay, they just hit a, they just hit a really fucking good, like, you're in a spot where a bounce shot has like 10% chance of hitting you and it actually hits you, yeah. right? I mean, relating it to like fucking, you know, people play COD or something out there, like, I don't care how smart you are about where you're going on Warzone or some shit. If some dude just has a better aim than you, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like up. there's these just points in times where it's like people will be so much better that it's it, you know you can play as smart as you want. Their aim's better. <laughs> you're not exactly, gonna beat that, right? Yeah. Sometimes, but sometimes you can out camp. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you can out camp. In with yep. a shotgun, sometimes that shit will win no matter how good they are. Look, right. I may not have aim, but I have patience, motherfucker. You're coming exactly, to me. Exactly. Exactly. Just hide, hide with a shotgun and then blast them. Right. I did the good see old that castle method. On Sunday, you start to see the field slow down, and the snake kind of became that a little bit. Became a little bit of like, all right, who's gonna be the dude who gets up first? Because I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think what uh, another thing that we were lacking on the snake side, without a doubt, but um, was when it comes to being like proactive in the snake. Like when you see like Chad George, Mike Arena, Alex Freight, right? When you see those guys play the snake, it's like they get to the 50 and when the game started to slow down, they would like, they know the shots, right? They walk the field enough to where you can st almost stand up and be fine just looking around mm -hmm. just because the way those pins are, right? Even if there's a guy in that scary ass wedge right in front of you, you can You're still fine. stand up and you can still stand up and block yourself out, right? That's and, walking the field. Dude, right? so what's hilarious, I, like I'm glad you said that because Alex, he, he, he said this on the show tonight. He actually said it at Team Dinner the other night as well. He figured out super early on that you could make that move that he did on Chad George, where you just go kind of stab the dude and then get back to your side real quick. Oh. Um, and it, but you know his, his thing he was saying it was kind of funny. He's like, I should not like. He's like, I didn't want to give away that move though. Like you know, if people saw that earlier in the event, they probably would have been like, oh shit, is he blocked there? Like oh, how did he make that clean? And then they would have been starting to try shit like that. Mm. And it's like sometimes you got to know when to when to use those dices and use those dice, and sometimes you know hold on to them and not not I've roll it. I've heard that from a lot of like old school guys walking like the woods field, just like, all right, hey, hey, this is here, but let's save until let's like not the do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's, let's use it when we have to. It's like, okay, I, I see the point, but I mean, well, we, we do got to get there. That's true. <laughs> Valid. Well, and, and that's kind of the difference of confidence that those guys have that they're like, yeah, and we'll, that's yeah. So we'll make it there and then we'll figure that out. <laughs> That's, I think that's how good Dynasty is, right? Because it's like, realistically, everybody on Dynasty has like an ace or two up their sleeves, right? Like, look at like the last event, right? When Marcelo did that fucking banana ass run, fucking bunkering all three NYX guys. <laughs> Literally right? from the D corner to the snake corner. Right, fucking banana ass run, right? Yeah. It's like, that shit didn't even happen until literally right there, right? So it's like, everybody on Dynasty kind of has an ace up their sleeve. And that's why, I think that's realistically why everybody, why Dynasty picks who they do is because they always find the people who do have the ace up their sleeve like mikey that guy's that guy oh the fuck he's got a whole card a whole deck up his sleeve not even gonna lie sometimes uh, sometimes yeah yeah no uh fuck you guys had a badass coughing fit oh my god this thing's kicking my ass bro i'm trying i'm still here i'm in it well committed okay well luckily this is a great segue 
to go get yourself some liquid IV. Make sure we do those ad reads, you know? Oh, code. yeah. Gotta do those. Mafia underscore Moffat. Honestly, at this T's. point, I was gonna wait till the end to do them, but fuck it. Um, yeah, like Liquid IV. Let me grab the box. Um, got it right here. Liquid IV literally saved my life. I'm not even messing with you this past weekend. That that could make sense. Um, I had a couple of their sticks out there with me. It was good. Um, I should probably grab my boxes in my I, gear bag. I fucking god this show is hard to do when my brain is not working liquid iv it's great it's got a lot of electrolytes uh it's got the shit that i could have used last weekend that i don't know why it didn't work for me but vitamin c all the vitamin b's um it's got sodium all that good shit it's great flavors i really enjoy the lemon lime um that's always my favorite uh i should have definitely i guess drank more of it i i don't know I just don't want to get sick at events, man. That's all I want. But uh, they may not be able to like give you great immunity. But I will say, from a hydration standpoint, this is you know one of the premier products. Like if you if you need water, and I've been I've been drinking on them today because I'm feeling so shitty. That yeah, th this helps you out. Uh, gives you that clear pee, which is good. Means you're uh, you're not mm -hmm. slowly dying out there on the paintball field. <laughs> um, I could have drank my piss. It was so clear. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend doing that. Uh, no, but yeah, I like, Unless you're like, zesty as hell. Like Hatch was saying earlier on, uh, you guys can head over to liquidiv.com. Um, you can use the code mafia underscore Moffit, which gets you 20% off at uh, checkout and then free shipping as well. So save a little bit of money. And uh, one more time, the code was mafia underscore Moffit, M-A-F-I-A underscore M-O-F-F-I-T-T. -T. And uh, Ryan. What's up? Yeah, you said your brain's not working very well? No. Yeah, no, I exactly yeah you gotta throw one in yeah it, get all the honestly get one of them honestly i would other than the fact that there's caffeine in it and my plan the second the show is done is to get in that bed and and sleep for the day so i won't tonight but i these guys are right like if, if you need to pick me up this stuff's great um it's uh nectar n-e-c-t-r uh, we've talked about them before on the show and yeah we got their nice little logo right there somewhere but um, but yeah, guys, uh, it's a little energy pouch, so it's got you know different uh, neurotropics in it. It's got caffeine in it, like I mentioned. Um, there's a couple different flavors. We got the uh, fresh mint, which I had over here. Uh, I know Brando's got the mango over there, which he's cracking into. Um, yeah, they're great. I I had a pack in my fanny pack out at uh fucking the event, and uh, yeah, threw in a couple couple times during the day. Well, I was getting blown up, and it was nice to have something sweet in my lip. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like a nice little treat. You know, like, I'm excited. I'm excited to do more nectar content because I have so many ideas. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, uh, you know that sound, the like it's a reward. That's it's like a reward. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel with my nectar. Yeah, especially <laughs> when I when I'm like, oh man, it's out of flavor, and then I flip it over, and I'm mm. like, damn, never mind. <laughs> more comes in. But uh, but yeah, guys, if you want to uh, either check out more about the products or maybe pick some up for yourself, uh, head over to nectr.energy.com. So that's uh, or not dot com. There is no .com. Uh, I've messed up this URL before. It is just nectar.energy. So that is the .com. So N-E-C-T-R dot energy slash Mafia Productions. Uh, Mafia Productions is all one word. So um, yeah, head over there. Click, uh, you either use that link or use that same code Mafia Productions in the checkout and you'll get uh, two for one. So you'll, uh, or not two for one, sorry, two for three because you get two mm -hmm. and you get an extra one. So two for three. Mm -hmm. um, such but a yeah. good deal. Yeah, go check go check them out. Uh see if you enjoy it. And uh yeah, we always uh always thank our sponsors, Nectar and Liquid IV, for uh, shout out to Nectar helping to support the show. So uh yeah, you'll be seeing more stuff with them soon as well. 
but yeah guys those are the advertisers um we appreciate them help make this a little easier to do but uh but yeah so what's up, i think are you coming out this weekend hell yeah yeah well, i'll be out there sunday All right, um i was out there this weekend on sunday uh helping with i i thought i talked to little ev he said he was going to be out there i was like all right cool we'll have me little ev michelle paul said he might be out there he might be free sunday our tall paul yep and then yeah. uh figured like all right someone there has to be a free body somewhere so we can have five and run points I wake up and Michelle's like, I, I'm not going. Her allergies were fucking her up. I get there and like no one else is there. Like, there's a bunch of teams. <laughs> NXL weekend, brother. <laughs> I know, but like I. There were I actually know. a bunch of teams. The, the, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a, a pink family, uh, a couple of the gunfight or the the um, street fighters, the city mm -hmm. trees guys. Um, yeah, the local cap edge guys you always see yeah, out there, kind of. Yeah. I think I'm gonna try to yeah, jump but, on with Pink this weekend and see, what, see what I can get going with those guys. It, yeah, I, so that's what I was doing. I, I was I was helping them out. I ran points with them. Uh, that was fun. Uh, helping helping them, helping DMG family out. Uh, anyone who was on the field uh, that I saw breaking down um, the layout and stuff. Like there was so I really like this layout. Again, uh, there were so many like line zones. Um, and you could you especially on that Dorito side, like with the with yeah, the W bro. and the brakes, like you get yep. real low and like block them all out. Yep, and, and you're just zigging and zagging. It was so great, yeah, yeah, it's fun. I I really I yeah, I'm sad I missed this layout. It's okay. Luckily, we're probably gonna be forced to play it for the next couple months. So yep, uh, like <laughs> seven weeks, I think. Oh, that too. Yeah. Um, Ah, oh, God, yeah. I just had another really bad cough and a fit. Uh, there was like a couple things I wanted to say during that, but I'm not fully sure I remember them now, thanks to my lungs wanting to expel oxygen at a very high rate. Uh, dude, at least you got lungs, bro. Some people are waiting for some, some people don't even lungs. got lungs. Brother, <laughs> I lungs. swear to God, like, I get the positivity. <laughs> don't hit me with the at least you got lungs. Nah, All right? bro, I think there's one that's guy basic. alive that's in the fucking iron lung, bro. Deadass. I think there's one guy alive with the iron lungs. <laughs> No, nah, you can't be hitting me with that shit. I'm I'm forbidding that one. That one I gotta look this up now. Who's in the fucking iron? Lung? At least Who's you don't got pulled. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like four people on the planet do. It's more like mm. one of those things that like it's oh, what's the right way to say it? Like if you get struck by lightning, you're so unlucky that you're like lucky in a way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. Like the odds of that happening are so small that it's like, bro. It's it was just your time. Like you can't. <laughs> like what are you gonna do? Yeah, bro. Seventy six year old man is one of the last people in the iron long. That could have been you, Ryan. But luckily, it's not. To the yeah, I'm, I'm still not gonna buy into a at least you don't have lungs analogy. From what it sounds, <laughs> or at least you have lungs. You might be on your way. I don't know. Uh, I was. Oh, one of the Ooh. things I thought of when Brandon was talking. Um, fucking. Uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I want someone in the comments. Please count every time that I blow my nose this episode. <laughs> I just. I want to know what that count is because I feel like it's been ten to eleven at this point. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> well, I hope you feel better, bro. It freaking sucks that you get sick after every event. Sometimes I do. I'm actually really surprised I didn't, especially with the temperature change. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm actually really surprised that that I. Well, honestly, kind of like, fatigue like that. I know why I get sick, a hundred percent, and it's because I can't sleep at events. Um, you know, you take some melatonies. Melatonin doesn't really like work for me. Like I, I've used it in the past, but it's not 
I don't know. It, it fucks with my mood. It makes me feel like a really shitty person. Um, fucking, uh, yeah, no, like, I was just like, fuck, I can barely talk right now. Like, my, you know, when I'm taking these pauses, it's like the brain just stops writing for a second and there's not really like words coming out. But, um, no, fucking, uh, uh, yeah, it's just lack of sleep. Like, I, I physically cannot get enough time to sleep to let my immune system recover. And, I have to be at the field for every first event because if I'm not, then I don't have a ride. And if I don't have a ride, then that adds in a whole bunch of other shit and stress and problems. So yeah, it's just one of those things. I will probably get sick from every event. But you know, that's the great sacrifice that we're willing to make. I guess. (laughs) I just like, I'm going to be honest today. Fucking not, you know, fucking not, not about it. Uh, this is one of the worst I've felt after being back from an event and not just like physically sick wise, just mentally run down and just exhausted. Well, luckily, bro, tomorrow is going to be a new motherfucking day. New yeah. day, new you. I'm going to post the same reels. Fucking do the same shit. I don't know, man. Fucking the shit's in a weird spot right now and uh, we got to figure that out. I think you got to remember there's only one of you out there, my brother. Uh, as in what? Just like one Ryan Moffat? Like what? As in you, as in your soul, my friend. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of where I was going with that. Yeah. Right. Um, if you think about it, dude, a, a birthday is just one step closer to extinction, right? Because, dude, there's only one of you, exactly. Only one of you. There's a lot of similar DNA, but that's a good point. There's. There's Someone a lot of similar mine. DNA, but there's no... The, I mean, I don't think there's very much of the exact same DNA. You know what I'm saying? Well, a little bit of science fact. I want to say like 95% of every human's DNA is pretty much the exact same. It's just I think a it's like little tiny... like 98, actually. It is. Okay, think, yeah. yeah. It's just that little tiny percent that's kind of different that it's fucks like, everything up. <laughs> it's like 98% is like a chimpanzee, then like 99 is like a human, and then like 99.9998 <laughs> is like a different human <laughs> and then 102 percent is a is a different human that's an incest baby for sure uh, you got an extra chromosome yeah <laughs> that's, that's for that mm-hmm. I, yeah I, god i saw a tiktok making that joke and oh my god it was a double it and give it to the next meme that's all i'm gonna say jesus christ oh. it was it's one of those things i laughed at yeah. and i was like i'm i'm a bad person i'm so sorry jesus it's a good joke, but damn. Honestly, it's almost like if you don't laugh, you go to hell. Yeah. People, I, people who well, don't laugh, I'm like, man, you are fucking, you are a sick fuck. You're trying to hold it in. Like, you just let exactly. it out, man. Come on. It's like, you just, just say it. Just say it. Right? Because it's like, we know what we're all thinking, right? We're all bad everybody, people. Everybody <laughs> likes a good old fucking joke. That's true. There are jokes. And if you don't like a joke, bro, get out of here, Karen. Not actually Karen. <laughs> no, I'm talking not Karen, Karen Baines. No, no, no. Wrong Karen. I'm talking, like, I'm talking specifically like uh, the random Karens that you see at the Walmarts and shit. The, the uh, what's that word? Like the group, the Karen. The public freakouts is. Yeah. The public freakouters. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. That's one of my I just meant like the, 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 the overall group of people that would be labeled as a Karen. Yeah. Damn, Brandon, you look handsome as hell, bro. 
Dude, Brandon really has been looking good this episode. He got his haircut. Fucking got a new camera. I had to do something while you guys were working over the weekend. I would hope Jesus. so. I mean, I went on four. I wouldn't consider it working. No, no you're still working. I, I saw you, you can't even say yeah, that. I, you're saw, still working. I saw you filling pods. I saw you filling pods. When the fuck did you see me filling pods? An impact pit, you dummy. I felt like I did feel a couple. <laughs> <laughs> like I know you were in their pits. Like um, that's where I saw you guys a couple times. Yeah, and uh, then we got. I got to go watch uh, on Sunday. I got to go watch uh, Cedar's fiance. Yvonne mm -hmm. play, mm -hmm. right? Pretty sure they really saw the I'm pretty sure they got, yeah, they got fucking smoked, um, right? But what? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be fucking honest, right? Oh no, we no, were no, talking no, about no, uh, no, ex girlfriends. No. We were laughing at that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I called Yvonne Cedar's ex girlfriend again. I don't know if I'm allowed to make those jokes. I am. Cause yeah, what good. are they gonna do to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I basically live in their house, so. <laughs> you know you're a different scenario <laughs> you know <laughs> so but yeah uh shout out to yvonne i think she was actually uh she was low-key playing the doritos like myself she was like uh what do i do and i'm like hey let me walk the field with you i'm basically hitting her with the yo if they think you're gonna zig hit him with the zag you know um hit him with the rosham and you hit him with the boat right <laughs> what the f i've not heard that one before <laughs> and uh yeah, they got smoked. They, uh, dude, they were having so much fucking. They were having uh, quite a bit of problems with like guns and chronoing and all and all that oh, shit. shit. Right? That was a lot. That was that was a fucking shit show in itself. But uh, right, luckily, luckily they have us. Right, the fucking greatest fucking pit crew to ever grace paintball. Right. Now, well, the hardest working dynasties. man in paintball. Yeah. Right. Cedar, Papa Cedar. Right. Um, shout out to Cedar because that guy is fucking constantly working. He is overtime working, you know. Yeah, Cedar um, never stops at events, man. It's kind of crazy. No, nah, that that guy is a uh, like I would it, say like up if, there with you. media people. Like that dude is always at someone's game doing something to help them, whether it's yeah. scouting, pitting, playing himself. Like, dude, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It, it's kind uh, of a yeah. joke that we call him the hardest working man in paintball. It is Motherfucker legitimately is. It is. Yeah, it is not a fucking joke at this point. It's just <laughs> yeah. a statement that we just laugh at. <laughs> we just keep making for some reason. Right. And, uh, like, dude, legitimately, without Cedar, oh, man, that they wouldn't have been able to do it. They, they probably wouldn't have been able to do as good as they did. Right. Um, Let's, I mean, that's uh, not just Impact. That's any good pit team, though. Like, I mean... I'm not going to, like, give Dynasty's pit team the credit and say, like, oh, that's why they've won the events. No. But it definitely makes it easier. Like, it's one oh, of those things sure. that we talk about. Like, it makes it easier. And, you know, and when you I come think... into your pits and everything's super organized and nice, dude, it's so nice. That's what I think we need. I think, realistically, one thing that we need as a team is a, like, dedicated pit crew. Mm -hmm. Right? Where it's, like, everybody knows what job they're doing. Nobody's, Man, like... Shit. That's what you guys are for Impact, pretty much. Exactly. Right? And... Like Dude, Loki okay. runs, Caden runs. You guys fill pods. Like, who's right. I don't know who's gun boys. It's probably Brando. And that's like, also through like, <laughs> yeah. That's also through like, uh, how would I say it without sounding seniority, kind of or totem is that pole? Off or very much, very much totem pole. Totem pole. Okay. Right. I do. And the thing is, I have no fucking problems. Like, if you watch the webcast, I was fucking running 
pods for impact on Sunday. Watch the fucking webcast, right? And for some reason, I haven't even had a chance to yet. For some reason, dude, people think that like running pods is like the sign, like the signature sign of like bitch made or something, dude. Nah, for some reason, people do not like running pods, bro. Dude, bro, like, like, you, bro. Well, okay, because I'm gonna tell I ain't you. I'm gonna name names. No, but, but I ain't the, gonna name names. No, no. Let me say my thing, because <laughs> people who don't like running pods don't understand the pod war. That is yes. half the fun of running pods is getting to the point where you know that other team has maybe 17 pods left in their whole bag, <laughs> and you're like, all right, good luck loading up your you know pack now, fuckers. <laughs> like, the thing is that what's so funny in divisionals when you do that is because it's like right to some dude the divisionals bro they got limited pods that's what i'm saying you could literally do that to a team you can make them have no pods whereas like pro right uh, they'll go send someone to a you know booth real quick to grab paint but oh my god we only have 277 pods left dude go grab another bag yeah yeah right so meanwhile uh, this division this d14 that's being funded like you know by the dudes playing on it they have five each it's yeah, like, yeah, they're like, this like, is right, gonna work. Forty total, make it work. <laughs> Jesus. So, meanwhile, uh, fucking dude, because the person who'd always been the pod war was AK. AK was devious at that shit, bro. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I learned. I, I took all my notes from AK when it came to the pod war. So, um, man, I'm a nasty pod stealer. <laughs> I remember one time Revo, the guy, the pod owners at Revo were yelling at me, and I said, "Later, loser." I'll give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I said, "That's my pod, bitch." Well, that's kind of like that's the pod strategies. You have two guys running. One gets far side. One gets near side. Near side or far side guy better sprint his ass off and beat the near side guy on their team. And that's right. the <laughs> especially where it's like uh, you take you're like okay, uh, you see their pod guy take one of yours on your side, and you're like, double it, give it to the next right. fair game. All right, buddy. Then it's that, like overshooting. Point, it's like once it's it like, starts. <laughs> It's fair yeah, game. I'll be like, all right, Logan, you go get all go get all of our pods. I'll get, I'll go get all of theirs. Right. We're good. <laughs> That's all I'm caring right. about. Yeah. Right. So it's a legitimate strategy. And uh I wonder if that is would be a thing that if it got to the point to where the NXL would like step in. Cause I remember one time there was a fucking situation where I don't know. Uh my fellow some of my fellow teammates would remember this one, but a guy named Stefan right uh, okay dude this this story is fucking legendary bro this was the world cup that we won right okay yeah uh i think right um maybe the year before that uh with their running pods and stefan is running with somebody else and their pod guy is on our side grabbing our pods and he's like what the fuck and they grab the same pod at the same time Bro, they were playing fucking tug of war like fucking crazy <laughs> over that pod, right? And then he's then Stefan's just like, get the fuck off me, bitch. Give me that shit. I started grabbing all the pods, right? And then so after that, me, me, AK, and like some other people were like, All right, that's how we're gonna do. So we had an armada of pod runners. <laughs> now I'm not even fucking so five swear, dudes out. <laughs> Stefan had a pod bag, I had a pod bag, AK had a box. Someone else had a, box, had a box, right? And so we were like, all right, bitch. So then we all started when point approved, dude. Point flying approved. V, <laughs> flying fucking V for their pods, right? And we're just like, dude, the re- dude, okay. And this is the thing is that's funny when, when it comes to like the NXL stepping in, the refs did step in because the thing is right those guys were being fucking assholes they were low-key shoulder checking our asses and obviously we ain't going down like no bitches we were shoulder checking back right 
And so you guys the are fucking are, getting in a fist fight over the refs are, obvi- the refs are obviously seeing <laughs> so this I, I very combative pot running war, right? Right. So then the, the point to where we're like, we're like fucking huffing and puffing. And we're like, yeah, yeah, good shit, boys. Right. And um, the ref comes over and goes, all right, guys, relax. We're like, dude, they started <laughs> it first. Right. And we're just finishing it. Right. And the ref's like, all right, all right. At the most, two pot runners on the field. Right. And then so at that point, we chilled out, but they never came to our side again. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it is funny in paintball how it's always the dude who finishes it who gets in trouble. It's never the guy who starts it because that usually life, goes bro. under the table. Like no one sees the starting and then you're like, all right, motherfucker, we're going to finish this. And then story you get my fucking life. You get a gross major because you stand over someone and you get put in paintball jail. And then AK does it right after. Actually, that was when I actually got <laughs> caught for starting it. I started yeah. it and AK did it and got no punishment. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they liked AK. They, they, that ref, dude, I, refs don't like you, bro. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, you're you a know, nice guy. And, what the and fuck? And the thing is, right, I was actually being very conscious of that, right? Like, really, like, truly trying to, like, you know, be accurate with my shots, right? Where it's like, all right, kill, move on, kill, move on, right? There was one time where I actually, like, snapped on the inside, right? Like, maybe, like, two balls. And, like, we were playing against Ology, right? I snapped on the inside. Like, f- snap felt pretty good, right? I didn't know I hit him, right? So then I switch hands and come out on the next side, right? Obviously, I'm a come out shooting, right? If you don't come out shooting, you're a dumbass, right? So I come out and obviously my first two balls from the first exchange hit. And so then I'm just like, at that point, I put like, I'm putting like two into his pack. And the ref behind me at the 50 yard line on the Dorito side goes, he has like an accent. He goes, hey, hey. And it gives me the finger, right? You know, like come here finger. And then just fucking pulls a minor. And I'm like, what? On my, what? My, from, from, for overshooting. For overshooting like that. And I'm like, and I'm, well, that's and why Micah, I hate that overshooting is a penalty because that's right. That's Micah bullshit. is behind, right? Because at that point, that ref's discretion, that, that ref's discretion, that guy's a motherfucking pussy. Tell me you haven't played without telling me you haven't played, right? Yeah. And then Micah is behind me arguing my case. He goes, dude, he shot him twice. Relax. And then yeah, the ref's like, does, does this out. ref, does this ref know that every time you pull the trigger on a, uh, you know, higher end paintball marker, paintball it shoots marker, three balls fucking balls. And Literally like every trigger pull is a, a burst. It's brr, 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 brr. like, dude, God, yeah. that's just so. such soft pussy shit, bro. Like, right? and I'm just, and I'm like, dude, I thought this was semi-pro. I thought we signed up for this shit. Yeah. I mean, and at I'm the same like, time, I wonder brr. if maybe they got a talking to after the last event. I wonder if maybe they were told to kind of keep it in check a little bit more, maybe because of the, the punch that was thrown and all that dumb shit. Mm. That shit is so whack. Let me tell you, uh, <laughs> if that shit happens again with that same guy and he doesn't get banned, right? And the thing is, right? I like J Mac. He's a cool guy, right? At least to me, he's a cool guy, right? Yeah. But uh, I will say, it does seem like his temper does get a little hot sometimes, right? Like when they were doing practice, he got shot like he got he got shot like twice extra, and he was like going off on the guy, and I with language that I can't even say on here, right? <laughs> and I'm and I'm just like man if youtube doesn't like it you know it's bad right yeah and i'm just like i'm just like yikes man like it was only two balls balls. that's just like i would want you to give me more in fact you tell people that right that shit feels me to give you more right it fucking feels me it's like dude if you don't like uh when people run me down they're like ah i just i just gave you one in the pack i'm like you fucking pussy he literally says this like i hope no one out there doesn't believe this because yeah he literally is like give it to me i want it 
Exactly. Because like, right, if point, someone you're, blows you're the horn and hatches one v five, he wants to get run down. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just like, bro, why fucking blow it on me? At least let me. At least let me go for it, right? Because uh, at least let me is, try right, to win the one v five. Through through the law of chaos, there's a scenario that I win that. The I guess law that's of chaos, true. There is a one percent chance, and that one percent of the time, you will win that point. Right? Just is the so, dice gonna roll on that? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the ninety-nine headed dice. <laughs> is that shit? Dude, this is it's a D one hundred. Right, and the thing is, I will I will roll that dice every fucking time. Right. Yeah? So okay, you know, <laughs> dude, the laws of chaos. And the thing is, dude, there have probably been a couple points in my in my career where man, that shit's hit, and I'm and I'm like, all right, hitting on red, and then, hitting on red. Swing, swinging a hit out of the park, you know what I'm saying, Dude. and uh, works out for me. Speaking of fucking, speaking of roulette, fucking one of the knights of the media house, uh, Fitz, uh, he's the editor for Lone Wolf Paintball. Uh, mm-hmm. He pulled up his like DraftKings account, and uh, I think he was like putting in a sports bet or something for the next day. But he he looks at me and he's like, Ryan, pick a number. And I was like, Well, what? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God. what? What number? Like, what is it? A big number? Like three digits? And he's like, uh, one in thirty-six. You know, like one through that. And I was like, Oh, fuck. Um, oh, not bad. Twelve or twenty-one. And he's like, All right. So he put one dollar on twenty-one, which is my number, and he put one dollar on thirteen, which was his number. Motherfucker, thirteen came on roulette. <laughs> and even though it was just a dollar, it was just still the most hypest thing ever. When he was just like, What's the number? All right, cool. And he just sent it, and I was like, "Damn, Fitz, let's go, man." It's the little things in life. It's the little yeah. things in life. Yeah, right? that was a sweet uh, moment. What a good one, dude. We uh... also, I think, what sucks with this year too is a lot of the content that I'm filming is not going to be seen for eight months, and when it is seen, no one's going to know I actually shot it. <laughs> like, there, you know, it's one of those things that I it's do. like it's in a film you know like it's in a documentary or whatever like it's just i don't know you shot maybe that's you shot stuff for the that hormesis commercial right hormesis commercial the hormesis commercial the one that they were playing during the webcast yeah maybe sure I, a lot of that at capital edge was your footage dude i did not even see that if that was a thing that was happening <laughs> well, well i was pretty sure that it was yours and i'm like damn i'm pretty right. sure that it might like, be some amigos Ryan. too because i think he was out there but yeah dude god that just shows i i hope that really illustrated to people the black hole that i go into at events i didn't even know hormesis had a goddamn commercial on ghost ports and i'm working for them i think it's funny is that was like they only did fucking two commercials they did that shit and the fucking uh 10 dead men trail trailer and i'm just like bruh i'm fucking <laughs> sick and tired of watching that same shit there's like yeah. a billion other fucking commercials that yeah that well people it also goes to GoSports needs to be selling their airtime a little bit better, but at the same time, how many companies are going to want to buy ad space on a, uh, you know, like gated wall type uh, platform? Like you have to have a password to get in type thing. Valid, but you know, I think, uh, you know, maybe more than one and a half commercials would be nice. I don't disagree. But, you know, I'm, I'm just for the realism fact, that's probably why they aren't able to, honestly, it's just because, you know, maybe they're able to go to a company and be like, hey, you'll get 10,000 eyes. But that's it. Like, no one will ever see it past that unless maybe this, you know, goes on YouTube or something later. Like, it's not a really public facing video. I'm gonna I'm a pay for a single second of me mooning the camera on Ghost Sports <laughs> for the commercial. Honestly, 
a that would be second. hilarious if we made a from the sidelines uh like advertisement and it's just hatch mooning the camera for five seconds <laughs> and then it shows the uh the logo and then just hard cut out and the thing is, right? And you get to see that 48 times a day at the NXL. Just, just on repeat. Low-key, dude, that could be, like, a goal that we could try. It's like, dude, imagine we really do try to get, like, like 10 seconds of, like, something, like, in Go Sports. Could you fucking imagine how sick that would be? I know uh, Spick and Span did the same thing. They, uh, they made a little commercial They did do that. I did yeah. see one of their commercials, actually. Okay. 3.15. 3.15. Okay. Right? So, um... I did see that one actually. So, you know, well, now we got goals to shoot for. It's true. Um, but yeah, guys, if, if we, uh, what's up right now? Oh, if we, if we do that, if, you know, we get Hatch's bare ass in a little commercial, I, I, I want like one of those old school uh, plasma TVs where it's going to burn an image into, <laughs> into the, my screen, you know? No matter what channel <laughs> I flip to, it's there. I could see it. That's going to be like, the the amount of time and effort you're gonna have to put into this, you're gonna have to play the commercial on repeat for like days, like a month even, like not a short amount of time, and then all for the joke of every time you play something on TV, you get to see Hatch's ass. There it is. There it is. I don't know if that's worth uh, it, but do you, man? To me, to me, it is. Yeah, do you? It's worth right. it to me. Fair. The thing is, Ryan, is I actually have had a couple ideas of how we can like create something ish kind of like that to where it would be like, you know, how like the spigot span has like the little, their little fucking heads or whatever. The heads, like the little characters they do. Yeah. 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 Oh God. See, <laughs> it's Ryan, not just me. Sick. So can be sick. <laughs> I'm <laughs> getting him sick through the camera. It's, <gasps> it's taking place. Damn it, dude. In uh, nomade yeah. in Pondre. <laughs> yep. I'm re- yep. I'm, All ready right. to, I'm ready to be taken. I'm ready to be taken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very confused there. I'm ready to be taken. Dude, I'm gonna be honest, I am too. And that's why we're gonna end this fucking shit show. Um episode 40, ladies and gentlemen. It's been from the sidelines. Uh yeah. Uh I mean, you know, Lone Star Major, we did there. Where we did there, we did it. We went there. And um yeah, we got Philly now coming up. It's gonna be the the next one that's on the uh the agenda. Oh I'm, yeah, man! The fucking most expensive one for us I was gonna West say, Coasters. And it's funny because that's the one I actually legitimately don't like going to because travel just sucks on it. It's at least the venue, right? If it's the same venue that it was last year, which it more than likely will be, right? Yeah. At it's least they got it. time to grow the fucking grass. <laughs> that's true. It's not you know the Dust Bowl open that it was that first year. And the thing is, if it is the Dust Bowl now, I'm gonna blow a motherfucking gasket on Tom Cole. Because last year it wasn't. Last because year Tommy had a vision last year and it was amazing. <laughs> But we we all didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Tommy had a vision two years ago of Philly being so good, and then he took out the blindfolds, and it was like the jackass music, it was like <laughs> right? And it's like no, just a fucking field of just but, shit. But you're 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 skipping past what I'm saying here. He knew what it could become. You know, he saw yeah, the sure. oh, this could be a field of dreams. Just didn't happen the first year. Yeah, he uh, saw the soccer but, field next door, and he's like, all right, I want that shit. It's like we could have that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we could we could have that. So let's go for that. We could have a soccer field, but um, we destroy every piece of property we play on, so we'll never get to have grass that nice. Okay, okay, okay. And now that you said that, thank you, Ryan. I want to say a fucking PSA because I remember Dylan, Dylan filmed it, posted a thing about it. If you're a paintball player in a tournament, pick up your fucking trash, man. Yeah, it makes us look so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Come on, 
right? Shout out, shout out to Dylan Fout for that. I definitely thought that was a a post that spoke a thousand words because it's like, dude, we really do waste a fuck ton, right? When it comes to plastic bags and and fucking boxes and fucking just shit on the ground in general. Yeah, pick up your fucking I mean, trash, people. That's a hard one because obviously, like, packaging is not going to just go away. We need to have no, shit not. that brings packaged stuff. So. I think my side of it is always like just clean up after yourself. Like exactly. you know, just responsibility, just yeah. responsibly throw it away. Yeah, or if you know, like they have the recycle bins at the NXL, they have those huge bins that they like throw all the cardboard in. Yeah, just throw cardboard in there. Like you know, I, I just you know, obviously, if you know you're going to be doing a sport where you have to have kind of that garbage and shit with you, then just take care of it. That's all you got to do. Exactly right, and it's like there. It's frustrating when you see people leave the pits and it's like they don't give a fuck. It's like all their fucking half drank water bottles and shit are still on the table. And it's like, bruh, come on. Right. Yeah. And obviously, I I really see I could give less of a fuck. Right. But it's because I care about the game so much. And it's like, dude, venues notice. Venues are like, why the fuck would we ever want to have them come back when they treat the place like shit? Yeah. Like there's like, they're literally a line and push. Stomping on that shit. It's literally a line in our most favorite, like, you know, old school documentary. Fucking, I forget who who says it, but right at the beginning. Just nothing left here but a bunch of caca. And yeah, like, everyone leaves, but all the garbage and shit stays. So it's like, maybe we should clean that up a little bit. Right. A lot of the players don't understand how long the NXL crew really has to stay after to fucking pick the shit up. They're there right? for pretty much two weeks, like from start to finish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And it's like, people don't fucking understand that, dude. Pick up your fucking trash. Be responsible, man. Right? It's not that hard. And man. obviously, uh, come on, man. That, it ain't that hard. Yeah, and that's the from the sidelines PSA for the week. It's so. like a fucking hippie, but I'm just like, come on. I mean, yeah, and that's the one too. It's like I'm not the guy who's like, you know, we need to get rid of cardboard, but at the same time, exactly. It's like, I, you know, no, maybe we no could fucking, fucking like vegan. clean up after ourselves. Like that's, yeah. I guess, yeah. Exactly. I'm not vegan or anything, <laughs> but you know, clean up your shit a little bit. Yeah. Anything, even if you don't give a fuck about the planet, like that's not the side of it you care about. Just consider, you know, uh, consider, um, fucking courtesy for the people who are gonna like come and play in those pits after you. You know, like shit like that. You'd feel bad if you walked into that shit and it was full. All right, well, both, yeah. both my co-hosts have now gone to their phones as they uh, both are not looking at their cameras. So, uh, yeah, uh, right here, actually. And and I also fucked up because I forgot to write down all my things. But uh, let's see if I'm I can do it off the top of my head. You can't see what I'm looking at. <laughs> That's a good point. I like how when you get closer, you get the wide angle head. It's pretty fire. I'm trying to become a uh, professional paintball player. So I'm looking at everybody's fucking eyes, Brando. You better watch out. <laughs> yeah. Um, OK, well, let's see if I can remember the things I say. Uh, rating. Rating, that's a huge one. That's number one. Make sure you rate the show on Spotify or YouTube or, uh, well, anywhere else you listen to it. Um, if you drop a rating, helps us out, gets us up in the algorithm, and it's completely free to do. So takes nothing off your back and uh, helps make us look good. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show. So, uh, like, same thing with rating. It's going to be on those different uh, platforms. Just hit the little sub button. Uh, nice part about that, you're just going to get access to the, uh, uh, the show, whether it will be audio or video, um, right when it's ready to go. So, Second, it's uh, you know going live. It's going to be downloaded on your phone, waiting for you. Um, we also have. I think what's. Oh, uh, fuck! I don't know. I fucked up. I threw my old thing away. And I didn't have the shit written down. But um, what do I always talk about during this section? Uh, Liquid IV, uh, Nectar. Got to talk about those guys. Appreciate them. Liquid IV. That's Liquid IV. Uh, or I think it's just liquid.iv is their URL. 
but if you head over mm-hmm. there, you can get uh, 20% off with code Mafia underscore Moffitt. Um, we also have Nectar, uh, like I was saying with them, N-E-C-T-R dot energy slash Mafia Productions. Um, that's where you can get more information on that product. And uh, yeah, I know I'm definitely Merch. forgetting something. Merch, that's what Merch. it is. Well, also shout out to Homoresis for paying my boy Ryan. Yeah, that's fire. I appreciate him. Thank you. Uh, hopefully that invoice goes well. Um, but uh, yeah, merch, mafiadigitalmedia.com. You can head over there. Uh, you can pick up stuff. Hatch is wearing the sweatshirt tonight. I also got up, baby? my event sweatshirt. This is like the only sweatshirt I wear to events pretty much at this point, but my Mafia Productions one. Um, and yeah, you guys are probably really sick and tired of hearing my congested ass voice. So I think we're finally at the end now. Um, I mean, shit, you guys got any final thoughts? Fuck, man. Time to get better, dude. Get better or fucking go home. <laughs> get better. Yeah. Win or go home. That's that's uh, old saying. The thing is, well, right, and, and like I said uh, the last episode, even though we got fucking completely dismantled and shit on, the only L we realistically took is for learning, right? We learned a shit ton. L for learning. Right? L for learning. You know what they say. L for love. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Back well, to grinding. Yeah, back to the grind. Hell for grinding, Brandon. I mean, we didn't even talk about the work or the 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 training and shit you had to do, but um, it looks like it's paying off as your head is getting bigger uh, physically in Ooh. the camera. Um, but yeah, I'll so put, I'll uh, put that I'll put that down for for the next. I was episode. gonna say yeah, maybe we'll talk about the next yeah. episode if you guys are very excited to hear about Brandon's personal life. Um, yeah, Ooh. but yeah. So for Brandon Brando paired. For uh, Stephen Hatch, my name is Ryan Mafia Moffat, and uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here, and I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I love you guys. All right, y'all. Hit him with it. Bye. <laughs> See you guys on the next one.